0: In recovery, helping people find recovery. The Patriot Act, turning citizens into suspects since 2001. The Kate Daly Show starts now.
1: Good morning. America may never be the same. And this is why a beautiful Tuesday turned tragic when American Airlines Flight 11 crashed into the North Tower of the World Trade Center. And that was just the beginning.
2: No, it wasn't in the commercial airliner. second one wasn't, it. wasn't no, no, no No, second the one, definitely. First one I never saw. The second one I saw, it was, it was big, though. No, yeah, enough. Yeah. It was no, it was no Cessna. No, no. It was no, no Cessna. Cessna. Yeah. But it didn't have any markings on it, but I saw No, no I didn't no. see any. The second one, Didn't I have, did you, you know, like, no kind of camouflage or anything. You know, no, no, and no emblems, no logos.
3: The plane circle around and actually come on to the opposite side of the building and smash into the Trade Center. It was great, to be honest with you. The
4: plane wasn't no, Airline or anything. It was a twin-engine, big gray plane.
2: Mark, were you close enough to be able to see any markings on, on the airplane?
5: Um, it definitely did not look like a commercial plane. I didn't see any windows on the sides. Tuesday, 9.47 a.m. Hi, baby. I'm, baby, you have to listen to me
6: carefully. I'm on a plane that's been hijacked. I'm on the plane. I'm calling from the plane want to tell you I love you. Please tell my children that I love them very much, and I'm so sorry, babe. Um, I don't know what to say. There's three guys. They've had that plane. I'm trying to be calm. We're turned around, and I've heard that there's planes that's been thrown been into the World Trade Center. I hope to be able to see your face again, baby. I love you. <laughs>
7: There. Welcome to Kate Daly Show on a Friday. Got a big show for you. Uh, of course, uh, we have some uh, new new things to talk about about 9-11. And since we're on the anniversary of that, uh, I can't think of a better person to bring on today than Rebecca Roth. She has written uh, many books on the subject. She was a flight attendant. So, We'll be talking to her in the next two hours of the show, and she's got some new things. And whenever I talk to her, I just talked to her the other night, a couple hours, (laughs) and it's always a couple hours with Rebecca because she's got so much, um, so much she's looked into. She's a, she, her and I uh, probably, we we determined that we could go on vacation and never stop talking because we have so much to say about evidence that we find about things, and she has a lot of that. So we're going to talk about that. But before we go there, and of course, open phone lines, you can call up about anything, anything local, anything state, anything about 9-11, how your views might have changed when they did. I'd love to hear from you um, because there's so much to it. I mean, we couldn't even do it justice, even in all the shows we've done. I, I mean, I've probably done about seven or eight shows on 9-11. There's always new, new things coming out. And when they told you, uh, okay, we'll tell you the truth now, it was Saudi Arabia. Nobody really believed that, right? I would hope. Um, and the reason they had to do that was because the families of those that perished uh, wanted the truth. And they knew they weren't being told the truth. So if your first inkling is, um, you know, hey, you know, don't, you have to respect the, the, the dead. You can't talk about 9-11. That's the absolute wrong premise, If the families are shouting for truth and know they weren't told the truth, you should want to know what the truth is too, right? The whole, you know, you can't talk about something because people died. You wouldn't, if you, if it was your death, wouldn't you want people to talk about it so they could find out what was true and what wasn't? I would hope so. Anyway, um, so that, that argument doesn't jive with me because I'm sorry, it's been over 20 years and this is, this is a huge moment for people to kind of grasp where our government's at. And there were too many things. So it wasn't like just one or two things were off. Hundreds and hundreds of things didn't add up. And that's why about 60% of the nation does not believe the story. That's, that's amazing. I mean, I, it, it's, well, it is what it is. They don't believe it. Something in their gut says we're, we're told lies about this narrative. So, and I know there's a, there's like a clinging to want to know, you know, you just, you don't not want to know, but put your head in the sand, you know, you just, well, I don't want to know because then it rocks my world too much. Well, we can't, we can't do that. We can't go by that anymore. Um, So I wanted to um, just play that clip again of, of these guys talking about the plane. Now listen closely because these were, these were people on the ground that day who had a totally different view of what was coming into the tower okay listen to what they have to say because these were buried by the press they wouldn't replay uh some of these after they caught them on local news they would not replay them here we go no, it
2: wasn't in the commercial airline no, the second one, definitely. The first one I never saw, the second one I saw, it was big, though. It was yeah. no, it was no, it was no, Sesame. it was no, it was no, commercial airplane. No, 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 no but it didn't have
7: any markings on it. though. No so, markings. No, second
3: one, it did to, you know, like, no paddle parts or anything. No no, no, no emblems, no logos. No emblems, no logos,
7: no <laughs> nothing. So I just wanted to say, it, there was a bunch of people there agreeing. They were on the ground looking up. It was not a commercial plane. There were no windows. Uh Many said It was gray. Uh, They said this is not a commercial plane, did not have any markings on it.
3: The plane circle around and actually come on to the opposite side of the building and smash into the trade center. It was gray, to be honest with you.
4: The plane plane wasn't no uh, airline or anything. It was a twin engine, big gray plane.
2: Mark, were you close enough to be able to see any
5: markings on on the airplane? Um, It definitely did not look like a commercial plane. I didn't see any windows on the side.
7: All of those comments were buried. And the reason I played C.C. Lyle's The Stewardess, uh, uh, The Flight Attendant's phone call is because at the end, listen carefully. Here we go.
6: I hope to be able to see your face again, baby. I love you.
7: Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Here we go. Who was whispering? Yeah. He said that was great. You did great. I think it was you did great. You did great. Why? Why would you? Why would you say that? Were they standing there with a the script in hand? Did they think they were in a drill? And it was uh, more of a female voice. You didn't hear anybody say that there was a female terrorist aboard, right? So there's there's so many things like this that were caught way afterwards. That if we don't, I think that th- this is the problem for me. If we, if we don't start to see or even investigate what was wrong with 9-11, and you're going to have a lot of people that put their hands over theirs. Don't, don't, I don't want to, I don't want to know. Um, then it's really hard. It's hard to see what our gov- what we're up against. It's hard to see how our government works. And this is why I did the, um, flight, uh, 800 too, was because the one that was going to Paris Because all the eyewitnesses on the ground, 200 accounts saw bombs going up to get the plane. And the FBI told them, no, you didn't see that. No, you didn't see that. Even accused one gal of drinking when she was giving her statement. Uh, No, I know what I saw, right? And so uh, they weren't included in the thing, and, and the FBI took over the investigation, and the FBI was in there in the middle of the night switching tags on evidence, and all these people came out to tell people about it and people wouldn't pay attention because it, well, some did, but because it was uh, not the narrative on TV. So the Building 7, the Pentagon, the lack of um, the most photographed place, the most camered place in the entire world, and, and there's no footage really, just the one piece of footage they want you to see that doesn't tell the tale. Um, you've got, uh, there were no plane parts on the ground in Shanksville, even though they told you that was a plane. If you go look at all the other plane crashes, there's definitely a plane there, but not in that case. So they told people, well, there was a lot of fuel on board. So it blew up and incinerated, I guess, on site. It was the only plane in history to ever do that. There's just too many things. You can't just erase all these things. The building's coming down and looking like a demolition. If you've ever seen a demolition, then it explains 9-11. Because um, buildings don't fall that way. There was an airplane that crashed into a building. And uh, you guys can go back into the 40s and see that. It didn't blow up. It didn't have a big explosion. It, uh, um, it it didn't look like what we saw. So were there bombs aboard a military plane and that went into the tower? Well, a lot of people think so. Yes, because of the explosion. So there's so much here, right? I could go on and on and on. The the reason that uh, uh, the Pentagon, well, the um, Air Force was was on a drill for nine eleven for the events of nine eleven at the same time nine eleven was actually happening, and they were taken an hour and a half away for this drill, so they wouldn't know what was going on. Because normally, if a plane's flying around in the air with terrorists on it, the Air Force would be up there in a hot minute flying alongside but they weren't because they were taken out on a drill um there's there's so many things so when you start to unravel that for somebody that still doesn't doesn't know and so a lot of people what they did was they said well they came out and they did tell us saudi arabia was <laughs> the pro- problem um hmm yeah um it, it wasn't saudi arabia <laughs> You know, it's a good way to say, well, we'll give you something so you, we can misdirect you again. Um, no, that's just not how it works. And so what was your, when did you figure it out? It took me a long time to figure out 9-11 because it wasn't until I started studying government. It wasn't until I started doing this that I finally realized because I was open to finding out. I mean, I, I didn't even question. I didn't question what the news was saying because you think the news is you know, it, for a lot of people, they think the news is going to be fairly honest about a big crisis event. But then when you start to look at the PNAC, this agreement um, that Dick Cheney was on and, um, and Bush and Biden and all the rest that they wrote about needing a Pearl Harbor event, and this was a year before nine eleven, they put this out. They needed a Pearl Harbor event to redefine uh, the military budget for the next 20 to 30 years on steroids money diverted to military so that we could, um, yeah. Most people don't realize that. It calls for a Pearl Harbor-like event. Oh, we're going to need a Pearl Harbor event. And all the people that were involved with 9-11, um, and I, I I, can give you the authors even, um, Donald Kagan, all kinds of people, um, as far as the PNAC report, why would they write that? Why would they need that? Why do you need to have a crisis event to build your military and go after a country that, by the way, didn't even have any weapons? Hmm. Yeah. Be right back, Kate Daly Show.
8: Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. Is erectile dysfunction damaging your relationship? Are you sick of the pill and all the side effects? Well, welcome to the future. We have a major medical breakthrough. Wasatch Medical Clinic uses the most advanced form of wave therapy. Backed by 60 clinical studies, our technology uses pressure waves to repair and open up blood vessels. We've helped countless men get rid of their ED. But what is the true end result? Their relationship, even their lives, improved drastically. If you're ready to regain your love life, call us right now, and not only will the assessment and ultrasound be free, we'll also give you a gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom. It almost never fails. This is worth $550, and it's free to callers right now. 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. Put a stop to your erectile dysfunction and experience what I call the happiness ripple effect. Call Wasatch Medical Clinic now. 435-922-7000.
9: The Haven Villas gives active seniors the ability to live an independent and carefree lifestyle with family-like support. With services and amenities like dining, house cleaning, laundry, an emergency alert system, community center, swimming pool, pickleball courts, and more. Renting at the Haven Villas puts life at your fingertips, and now it saves you money, too. Now through September 9th, sign a new contract and get your third month rent free. Save up to $4,000. Enjoy Active Senior's your living and get your rent free the haven villas HavenAssistedLiving.com.
10: hey this is steve here with garage doors only many years ago i heard the old adage that says a company is only as good as its worst employee and you know over the years i have found this to be largely true That is why we are so proud of the team of employees we have here at Garage Doors Only. Our employees are a big reason why Garage Doors Only has been voted the best garage door company in southern Utah for four years in a row and why we have hundreds of five-star Google reviews. And right now, we are looking to expand our team. If you are an experienced garage door installer or service technician, come talk to us. Our field techs absolutely love our generous piece rate reimbursements, four-day work weeks, and weekly paychecks. And at Garage Doors Only, we also offer paid time off, paid holidays, and a health care reimbursement program. If you don't have experience but are hard-working and detail-oriented, come join our growing team and learn what it's like to be part of the best garage door company in southern Utah. Call or text us today at 435-868-1200 or apply in person at 689 North Bluff. Garage
11: doors only, where garage doors is what we do. I have a secret to share with you. It's Greg from the three-time Best of Southern Utah award-winning gold ore store. Recently, a mega-rich Texas billionaire decided to buy $50 million worth of silver coins. And over half the funds are buying U.S. Treasury-minted American Silver Eagles, which equals 900,000 coins. And this is just the beginning, folks. Word is the next purchase will be a half a billion dollars. This huge purchase volume has already put tremendous pressure against the entire precious metals industry. here's the secret, folks, several of the major private mints actually produce the coin planches used to make the silver eagles. It figures the government creates nothing but discord and huge mountains of debt. Buy silver now before the billionaires literally steal it out from underneath all of us. Gold Ore Store, your trusted partner in all things precious metal. We buy and sell gold, silver, and so much more. Gold Ore Store, 435-703-9119. That's 435-703-9119. Join Lyle Boss,
0: president of Boss Financial for Safe Money Radio, every Friday at 5 p.m. right here or call Lyle Boss now for your complimentary safe money book, Safe Money Miracle at 855- 355-7233.
12: Are you tired of bad blinds? Pull over, stop what you're doing, and give Budget Blinds a call. Hi, this is Amy. Budget Blinds make blinds easy and affordable. Whether you want automated shades that close with the touch of a button or app, or manual blinds for 1 or 20 rooms, I promise they can work with any budget. There's a reason more people in Southern Utah choose Budget Blinds. So say goodbye to those bad blinds and hello to budget blinds with your free smart home consultation call or go to budgetblinds.com that's budgetblinds.com
13: Red Rock Runners presents the Levitt Charity Golf Week at Sand Hollow. Golf Week brings the rising stars of professional golf to Southern Utah. The three-day event will include several tournaments, including the Levitt Charity Cup featuring Utah Jazz and Las Vegas Raider alumni teams. Join the stars under the stars for the Golf Week Gala in the spectacular Rock Bowl at Sand Hollow. The gala will feature extraordinary foods, drinks, and live music. Purchase tickets at sandhollow.com. Levitt Charity Golf Week at Sand
0: Hollow, September 12th through the 14th. Talk lines are open now. Call 888 673 1450. This is the Kate Daly Show.
3: I know the sunrise in an empty bed. Chasing these lines, wishing later. Head, I'm a mess. My baby's gone. Grab a dirty shirt with a hole in a stain. Never would have let me leave the house this way. But today, my baby's gone. Yes yeah, she's gone. Yes yeah, she's gone my baby's gone. Yeah, she's gone. Yeah, she's gone my baby's gone. Welcome back, Eaton Chef. Alright,
7: Beehive Rental. <clears throat> you guys are great. Good people over there and they have great prices. Uh, you can rent anything from a mini mini cat to a um, mini X to a big cat to a, a, you name it, they have all kinds of equipment. I mean, everything for a weekend job or, or you need a big piece of equipment for a bigger job. They're the they're the people to do it. I know there's a lot of rental companies, but these guys are the best. Go to Beehive. Tell them we sent you. Um, they're a great company to work with and their prices are stellar. You're not going to beat them. And, uh, and they're just great. They're great people. They're great to work with. Um, also, uh, Garage Doors Only, fantastic company. Just uh, get your garage door from them. Have them come fix yours if it needs fixing um even if they didn't install it they'll come fix it they've got great techs they're also hiring too uh garage doors only uh 435-868-1200 435-868-1200 and dial the 435 okay they're on bluff street and uh they are the perfect pick uh i would i would definitely go with them and um so helpful too just great people and you know of course uh they are uh, sponsoring along with ABC and along with all these uh, these great sponsors of uh, this event on the 24th. I'll be speaking at, so will Uncle Milty and, uh, of course, Eric Moutsos and uh, Phil Lyman, Willie Billings um, on election integrity. Uh, so you're not going to want to miss that. That's gone the 24th at Desert Hills High School. Desert Hills High School, 630. I think the doors open at six. Um, Ten bucks a person, cash. Uh, it's a fundraising event, and it's also uh, about election integrity. We need to have a big showing. We need to be able to uh, say, "Hey, there's there's something wrong here, and you better start looking at it." And we, as a public, demand it. Um, October first, uh, there is up in Cedar. Um, there, I think Defending Utah is maybe putting this on. I think Enoch Moore is speaking from there. Uh, Steve Christiansen, Elaine Moore, Phil Lyman. And that is October 1st. Um, so you're going to want to go there. City, uh, Cedar City's Veterans Memorial Park. Okay? Starts at 930. That's on October 1st. And, uh, and then Ben Carson, Weber County GOP, is, um, is uh, having Dr. Ben Carson come. On October 22nd um, that's the night I speak at the Salt Palace (laughs) anyway uh, we're speaking at the same time Uh, so he speaks at seven o'clock and uh, that is at the event center there Weber State University and I'll be speaking at the Salt Palace October 22nd and that's at 7 p.m. with Tim Ballard and Joel Skousen and Eric Moutsos and um, Rod Meldrum and all kinds of fabulous speakers so that's October 22nd up north Um, and I hope you're, I hope you go and go get tickets. Visit saltlake.com has a link. Bookofmormonevidence.org has a link. Grab your tickets, please, right now before they sell out. And I would hope to see you up there because it's going to be a super event on October 22nd. Um, but this September 24th is also equally going to be wonderful down here. And that's at Desert Hills High School at 6, 630 and uh this will be a good event so like all kinds of like-minded people understanding what the problem that we have right now and what we're up against with election integrity we have a huge problem here in this county big massive problem that's not getting talked about in the press okay so we we please show up on the 24th um now on saturday uh next saturday So the 24th in two weeks, but next Saturday on the 17th is Constitution Day party uh, at the park at Snow Park. And that starts at 1030 in the morning. And uh, that is going to be a lot of fun bounce houses and food and all kinds of things. And let's have a big showing for Constitution Day, shall we? That'll be that'll be really a fun event. Okay, that's on the 17th. of course you can call up. I'll take your calls. I, You know, you can, we can talk about what nine eleven. when did you, when did you realize something wasn't right? Was it right away? For some people, I applaud them. They it, From day from the second it came out, they were like, no, this is, there's something very strange because they were already telling you even on the Today Show that Osama bin Laden was the guy. <laughs> it was, um, hmm, and passports magically falling to the ground untouched while the whole plane incinerates. Uh, You know, just to show you who the bad guys are, the the stuff doesn't shake out, right? It's too implausible. And so I I applaud those that figured it out right away. I didn't. I wasn't in this. I I didn't understand where, how to the depth that our government would go. But you know what? They've, They've planned things before. They've done things before. And innocent lives didn't matter if they got what they wanted. I don't know how anyone couldn't know that now. Hi, caller, Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Caller, you're okay. live. Hi, go right ahead. Are you there? Caller, go right ahead. You're live.: Hi, Kate. Sorry Hi. about that. No, that's okay.
5: Hey, go I got ahead. a picture of my I got a picture in my head.
7: Yeah.
5: Of the Spiderman at 9 at the Twin Towers. Uh-huh. He's got this big bushy uh Walrus mustache uh-huh. and he's covered in this really mm. super fine dust. Right. Now would a would a directive energy weapon produce that dust?
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was strange. That really I mean, was.
5: And at Building seven didn't get touched and it came down.
7: Yeah. I know. Yeah. There's hey, just Kate, too many things. Yeah.
5: The next time you talk to Susan, mm-hmm. what happened to all the pennies and nickels?
7: Yeah, interesting. Hmm. Eight,
5: copper copper for wiring,
7: mm-hmm.
5: nickel for batteries come to the government functionaries discount commodity market.
7: Interesting. Okay, I will pass it along. Thank you. I uh, appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, interesting. Um the PNAC uh that I was talking about in the last segment was uh the director of that was uh John Bolton and uh Richard Pearl Uh, There were so many people. Um, Signatories to the statements of principles in calling for a new Pearl Harbor for their new military outlook for the next 20 to 30 years, starting in 2000. Uh, Steve Forbes. um, Oh, my gosh, so many. Elliot Cohen. Dick Cheney, of course. Uh, Jeb Bush. Donald Kagan. Scooter Libby. Stephen Rosen. Donald Rumsfeld, of course. Paul Wolfowitz, always involved in everything, Paul Wolfowitz. Um, And uh, there were, you know, obviously key people. He was one of them. And uh, Dick Cheney and and, uh, Donald Rumsfeld, very, very key to that document that came out. William Crystal uh, was, and Robert Kagan were the founders of the project of uh, the New American Century. You know, to write a document like that and project what you want for the next 30 years without a a real authentic threat, (laughs) um, why would you do that without a real authentic? So they they write this out, and it's all their ideas of what they're going to do, regardless whether there's a threat or not. This is where we're going to go. This is where we're going to go to war. We need these countries, and this is what we're going to do. It was already decided upon. Iraq was already decided upon. But we were in such an emotional fervor about it that we couldn't you know you, when you're when your people are killed and you see that and you see the horror of that and so many um kids without their parents with uh th- over three thousand dead, you're gonna get emotional. Why wouldn't you? But we let that cloud the the urge for revenge. Because the government directed our revenge. The government told us how to feel about it. And then, and we already felt that way, but the government told us how to feel about Iraq (laughs) at the time. And so they wanted what they wanted and it was clearly decided upon. And we were that emotional. It's interesting, you know, with the queen dying, how, how people are so involved emotionally into this. Have you, have you seen that? The the left has this outrage, they're this, this uneducated wild dog pack mentality outrage, you know, red meat outrage. They don't even know why they're mad. <laughs> they're just they're just crucifying her. And I don't believe I don't believe in that because she just is who she is. The queen was who she was, and she lived the life that she, that her family gave her, and she showed up at events and cut ribbons and planned parties and was the face of Britain. Okay. I'm ambivalent toward that because, so okay, I'm sure her family will grieve her, the grandmother that they had, and um, it doesn't touch my life. And I'm not quite sure why we have built these people up into hero status for those reasons. But as a monarch, shouldn't even exist. But look at how people are, are sort of, they got, their, they got their emotions on, and they're telling people how to react to this. <laughs> what is appropriate? You are not allowed to speak of her in any negative way now that she has passed. What, you can't tell the truth? <laughs> why not? Um. So, but, but I don't believe in the rage that the left is doing because it's they can't even identify why they're doing it. Now, we had this sort of rage after 9-11, and we were angry for a reason. But we were angry at the wrong source, and we didn't care that was our problem. We didn't care. We just wanted somebody to pay. And I guess that's why I hope we never do that again. Because if we do that again, (laughs) if we keep on doing this because the media feeds us and tells us and shows us what to do and what not to do, we have a huge, huge problem. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hello. Hi. Go, go, yeah. um, I've got three topics. Okay. The you have, you have one minute. <laughs> Can you keep it short? Okay. Okay. I'll keep it to the queen right now. Okay. Uh, the
14: answer, the, the, uh, the, uh, royal worship has to do with the fact that she belongs to a group of people that were called the Gideons in the Bible. Ah, and mm-hmm. they, uh, shang, they sort of uh, became the elites of the tribes of Israel and uh, betrayed them yeah. to uh, governments outside of themselves after they gave uh, gave the uh, mm-hmm. Middle East to Israel. Yeah, is basically what. Yeah, happened. you're right. Anyway, you're exactly. Right. Uh, and uh, the uh, the true kings of England are actually the descendants of David.
5: Mm-hmm.
14: And the uh, descendants of the Gibeons and the descendants of David have been fighting over the crown of England for
7: ages. Mm, yeah, yeah, I'm with anyway, you. Mm-hmm.
14: I'll call back for okay. the rest of stuff. You, you got it. You we've got still it. Still got time after the break. Thank
7: you. You bet. You got it. Um, yeah, great call. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree. Um, it's a it's a peculiar. Situation to have a monarch still being hero worshipped when in a time when we we clearly shouldn't be. But as far as just the queen goes, I'm you know it's what it is. I don't. I'm not in an angry rage. I it's just it is what it is, and and people are are are. I don't know what it is. We identify. We try to identify and and put ourselves in a situation where we think we closely know these people. I don't know. I don't know what the but i got a lot of people that are shaming everybody on facebook you will respect her she lived a fantastic life well you know what <laughs> there's a lot more to the story of the royals uh than just leaving it with that kind of statement good grief but i love how people do that though anyways be right back kate daly show
2: United We Pledge is supporting the city of St. George in remembering those who lost their lives on the tragic day of September 11th, 2001. Walk through the first annual Field of Heroes to see the flag display that will honor and represent the 343 first responders who lost their lives in the 9/11 attack. It'll be on display at Town Square Park on September 10th and 11th. In addition, Come remember our heroes at a patriotic event on Saturday, September 10th at Town Square from 9.30 to 11 a.m. for musical performances, inspirational words from Congressman Chris Stewart and local leaders, plus activities for the kids. Join United We Pledge and the city of St. George to help us commemorate the anniversary of the attacks on 9-11. United We Pledge and Balance of Nature honor first responders and their families. Visit unitedwepledge.org to learn more.
9: You're invited to the Live Well Health Fair Intermountain St. George Regional Hospital Saturday, September 17th from 6 to 9 p.m. Come see the new Intermountain Surgery Center and receive free health services. Stay for a National Dance Day celebration in the parking lot featuring the keel crew of St. George. Get healthy and dance the night away at the Live Well Health Fair at the Intermountain St. George Regional Hospital Health and Performance Center, September 17th, 6 to 9 p.m. For more info, go to the St. George Regional Hospital Facebook page.
15: Caring for a family member and worrying about their future is overwhelming. You want your loved ones to receive personalized care in a beautiful luxurious home they deserve. Ovation Sienna Hills is the answer. We don't sacrifice anything in our assisted living and memory care communities. Imagine mom and dad in an assisted living where they are left in capable and caring hands. Call Ovation Sienna Hills to schedule your private tour today. And mention this ad to receive a free lunch. 435-429-0000. Ovation Sienna Hills, where we enhance the life of every person we serve. Seven
0: months after the apocalypse. Mom, what's with the chemistry set? Well, I didn't get enough food storage, so I'm converting my fuel back into corn. And this
13: green gooey stuff you made tastes like corn?
0: (laughs) No, tastes just like gas.
13: We got our food storage from Shane at your family still matters. And he set us up right. You want to come over for dinner?
0: Oh, no. Too much yellow number five.
8: Don't eat green gas-flavored gooey stuff, go to Your Family Still Matters at 900 South Bluff
16: in the Holiday Square under the big yellow sign that says paintball, food storage, and violins.
11: Hi, Greg from the three-time award-winning, world-famous Gold Ore Store. I have a major precious metals buyer's alert. Attention Southern Utah and Mesquite, Nevada residents. A Texas billionaire has made a huge silver coin purchase that is putting tremendous pressure on the entire physical silver delivery supply chain. Because the vendor involved cannot source 900 thousand silver eagles we will experience exponential price increases it is literally happening as i speak our insider informant has told us to make sure that our clientele makes their planned purchases immediately to secure not only the lowest price but to be able to secure the actual physical silver bullion get your money out of the failed u.s dollar and into silver now this is the most serious silver supply chain issue that has hit the market since covid19 call gold or store now. 435-703-9119. That's 435-703-9119. 435-703-9119.
17: Lionsgate Recovery, a drug and alcohol rehab facility, is honored to be voted the gold winner of 2022 Best of Southern Utah, now three years in a row. Lionsgate has helped hundreds of people by dedicating their lives to overcoming the cycle of addiction and discovering the freedom of recovery. With locations in St. George, Tokerville, Cedar City, and Parowan, call their 24 our hotline if you need help at 866-471-9476 or go to lionsgaterehab.com lionsgate people in recovery helping people find recovery
9: you took the first step and quit smoking but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer that's why Savebythescan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit Savebythescan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveBythescan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council.
2: This is Dr. Josh Schleiser from the Zionai Institute. Having good vision can often be overlooked when your child is struggling in school, but not being able to clearly focus on the board or school assignments is a problem that can be fixed. Now that school has started, it's a good idea to have your child's eyes checked to give them every chance to succeed. At Zion Eye Institute, we can help. We've been caring for the eyes of Southern Utah for over 40 years. Trust our family to care for the
16: eye care needs of your family. Call Zion Eye Institute today, 435-292-5456. Talk lines are open now. Call
0: 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show.
3: Mama said, wild man, won't you listen? And come take a seat right here in the kitchen. You got a wild heart you got a sweet soul. Gonna 'em them both, baby, down the road, but Right now I need you to listen She said, ooh, baby, it's a wild world And I hope you find yourself a good girl Life is short, some days are long You're gonna need a rock you can lean on Ooh, baby, it's a
7: wild Another Kip Moore song. Uh, before I played uh, Kip Moore, um, My Baby's Gone. And this one is a Wild World, so Kip Moore. Anyway, welcome back. Uh, he's got a great voice. Kate Daly's show at your service. So <laughs> I hope you're all doing well. Uh, today, Rebecca Roth will join me, and it'll be a stellar two hours because uh, she has so much evidence. And she is receiving stuff from eyewitnesses from it's still all the time. Pilots, architects, they all get a hold of Rebecca, and she wrote the books in, um, in a fictional way uh, <laughs> because it was really the only way to get out the information, and uh, nowadays you kind of have to do that with the truth. She wrote it in a, in a book of uh, in a fictional series, and there's five books to it, Methodical Illusion, Methodical Deception, Methodical Conclusion, Methodical Exposure, and Methodical Agenda. Um, fantastic books and there's just some interesting information like uh, are some of the pilots still alive why were all the pilots switched out the day um, before the night before all the pilots were switched out for military pilots that's strange so uh, a lot to a lot to talk about today Uh, all right i'll take a phone call hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead Hello, Kate. Hi
5: there. You know, when you talk about, you know, why do we still romance the king and queen of England mm-hmm. and everything in the United States still, it goes back to what you were talking about with Disney the other day.
7: Yes. Uh-huh. Most
5: Disney movies, yeah, that they romance that whole uh, king and queen of England, you know, storyline. Yeah. It's reinforced in childhood deeply. That's why it's still a part of American culture and mm-hmm. goes back to the whole nature of the disney situation that we were talking you were talking about that day
7: right you're right and you you brought is up there? some movies you were going to add to the conversation i was trying to get through a lot of information that day but add the movies that you were talking about on facebook
5: well that was escape from mm-hmm. which mountain which actually is a three-part there's escape from mm-hmm. Witch mountain return to Witch mountain then um there was another one done called race to Witch mountain right. that was done like in 2006 you right and mm-hmm. These movies they first came out in the I think it was 74, 70, mm-hmm. might have been 76, yeah. 77. And these were some of the first movies that actually showed aliens because there was two children mm-hmm. that had magical powers and then ended up being that they were aliens, but they looked completely human and were completely they didn't have any outward view to, that you would right. say those are aliens. Right. They looked just like you and me.
7: Right. You're
5: right. And that was, that was the first movie that actually would portray in aliens in a kind of beneficial, good way. These, they weren't here to take over the world. They right. weren't some monster that was going to eat your brain. <laughs> These were just like normal people like you and I that just had an ability mm-hmm. far and above ours. So true. And it began at that point in time. Then all of a sudden you see more and more shows that bring out the whole alien kind of as almost a religion aspect that people think nowadays they'll believe in aliens before they would ever believe in God. Yet there's no evidence of it other than some, you know, uh, something Mm -hmm. by the, the, what is it? The Navy put out and some other things, but it's all, it's incidental. And yet I have a book that shows this is evidence of God. Right. I have, you know, a personal feeling inside of my heart (laughs) and (laughs) it's out there. I mean, look at our world that we live in. It was created by something that had to be a little bit bigger, but see, People want to go to something that's got to be newer and mm-hmm. different, and and feels better than right. that. Right, right. and that's where Disney started that movement. They also they were uh, influential with E. T., mm-hmm. uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, yep. and um, oh, what was the, there was another one, Starman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and these the movies that then portrayed these aliens as being beneficial, good oh, we can't wait for them to come because they'll change the world into a better place.
7: So true. It's so true. You know, it's funny because I was having a conversation with a friend of mine last night, and, and this is the deal. I was thinking about climate change. And, and when you really kind of peel back the layers, it's along the same lines as you're talking about in the, in the way that why climate change? Why did they pick that lie? Why, why, why develop that over the last um, 60, 70 years and tell us we're all going to die and that you have to kind of worship Mother Earth? It's because that's all Satan has. Satan has. Satan always tries to duplicate God, right, and try to have his power. His only power is of this, of this earth. And so he can say, worship me by worshiping the earth. And there's a lot of people out there that will do it and forget about God. They'll just worship Mother Earth, and then Mother Earth becomes their god.
5: Plus, it puts man on a realm that man mm-hmm. can destroy God's right. creation.
7: Right.
5: right. Rather than the fact that God's creation is... Renewable you cannot destroy and amazing. It. You yeah. cannot do anything to it.
7: You're right. You're absolutely um, right.
5: We, we, we men can destroy men's creations, but mm-hmm. only God control can destroy God's creation. So true. And if we put ourselves in that other realm that we can destroy God's creation, then there is no God. Yeah. And then the... Other things Satan likes to make everybody believe is that there's no Satan. Right. So if right. there's no God, then there's no Satan. So, and that's the greatest lie he could ever tell is that he doesn't exist.
7: That is so true. And we naively don't think that government. Um, can uh, do that bidding because d- government's only gone in one direction, right? And uh, in through the, through the centuries, they only have one direction to go, and that is to become more tyrannical. And it's so interesting to me that people think that the government's bad, but it wouldn't be that bad. Um, do you say that about Satan, too? Satan's bad, but he's not that bad. I don't think I ever hear people say that. But we must think that if we don't think that what what the government's ambitions to do to the people and control the people um, are are just okay but not that bad. They would never be that evil. Yeah, they would. They've been evil before. I don't understand why people don't think that now. Do you?
5: Yeah. I. I it goes back to the idea that there's got to be a system better than the system we currently have. Right. But the reality is a constitutional government is the best form of government ever created on this earth. Yeah. There's been no other system that has ever worked as well as a constitutional government.
14: You're right.
5: But we got people who want to believe there's got to be a better way, and if I hand off power to those intellectuals, mm-hmm. they will run the system better than than we can. Yeah. Where, You know, it's like if you take a jar of pennies mm-hmm. and you say how many pennies are in that jar, you could ask a whole bunch of intellectuals and they will all have it wrong. But if you ask the whole general population and get the average of that, that's the closest number you're going to get to. Right. We as a collective people are smarter than any one individual ever be.
7: Absolutely.
5: And and that's when we hand off our power to individuals, we're handing off our power to a, a mortal weak individual rather than us collectively holding it Which is where the most power is.
7: Yes, and we're so entrenched into the occult and don't even realize how much so. And the thing is, is what is it about worship yourself and your power and what you can attain and God isn't in the picture and then worship Mother Earth. I mean, everything is about uh, not God. We'll just say it's not about God. It's about everything else that you could that you could uh, try to get people to believe in in the way that we are all powerful without any without needing anybody else. You know, the women's lib movement was all about women not needing men. Men are trash, so they started the men men are pigs uh, project back about forty years ago, fifty years ago, and uh, really started trashing men. And that's the whole women thing too. I can I'm I'm myself. I don't need to be worried about somebody else in my life or even think somebody else's is is wonderful especially a man it's all about me everything is selfish everything is self everything is like uh, away from God it's so amazing when you really look at the big picture of all these things that we've been indoctrinated with over the last 100 years at least but the monarchy was another one where it was these people are the people that we look to to get advice and guidance that's not it shouldn't be there and they knew they were an illusion and they strove to keep that going because they didn't want to lose their wealth and their power. So yes. everything's a mess. I,
5: another thing that's changed is that there's a victim mentality nowadays that everybody mm-hmm. wants to find a label that they can use as an excuse as a victim right. to, show, to give an excuse of why they came up short on something or why they're not able to acquire or be something. Mm-hmm. In right. the past, that was... That was a different story. You were never a victim. You had a world of opportunity, and you were expected as a responsibility to go out there and exercise your will to use, to excel yourself. Instead of becoming a victim by using your will to say, I'm a victim, you used your will to overcome, and it was your responsibility. Nowadays, everybody shirks their responsibility because I'm a victim, and that's why I'm entitlement Mm -hmm. of something is because I'm a victim of something rather than saying, I earned this, and I have this because I earned it. That's why we're getting away from this whole idea of ownership, Mm -hmm. because ownership shows that... You're, you took something from somebody is what right. they're saying today. Right. You own that because you stole it from the back of a worker or an yeah. individual or, you're or greedy. took advantage of the system <laughs> rather or, than you did it from your own <laughs> right. effort and right.
7: work. And that makes you a greedy capitalist, right?
5: Yeah. In the past, that was revered <laughs> yeah. effort mm-hmm. and work like that were the things that mm-hmm. were revered in society. And yeah. today they're looked down upon.
7: Amen, brother. Love your phone call. Thank you. Thank you for that. Really appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Kate.
5: Have a good day. Now. Thank
7: you. You too. Uh, so true. It's so true. All the messaging uh, that a lot of people get caught up in is how to how to how to do everything without God. That's basically how Satan works. And he's very good at it. We've had a hundred years of, of the of the occult, and look, I say this again because I really mean this. I know a lot of you will probably still go to Disneyland. I might even still go to Disneyland because there's parts of it that I love, um, and we we enjoy our we enjoy certain things because they have certain memories associated with them that are good. There's nothing wrong with that, and I'm not trying to you know <laughs> bring a tornado into your. live that you know come in and be the the wet blanket but uh but if we don't realize we're in it it's hard to teach our kids about it it's hard to tell them to be aware of certain things um that they might get into or do and not realize that it's it's an incremental occultism of the last 100 years in our media everything's been about witchcraft everything has been about kind of upholding things that are just don't need to be in our environment and we get used to them. And so the only reason I'm bringing it up is is look, you, you people will do what people do and I don't I don't think that's I don't think it's even hypocritical. I think it's it's an understanding that there's the good and the bad and that we at least have the eyes to see the bad. Because <laughs> a lot of people don't see that. They don't want to see. They don't want to know about Disney, about who he really was because it breaks the myth. You want to feel happy when you go to Disneyland, right? And then if you know too much, it's really hard to do that. All I'm saying is know it, make sure your, make sure your kids are aware of it. Make sure your grandkids kind of understand how Satan works because it's, it's really, it's really the job of Satan to come in and try to take you away from God as much as possible. If we have six and 10 Americans now, as I said on the, on, I think it was Wednesday show, if we have six and 10 Americans now dabbling in the occult and don't even realize it, and are getting into the whole, you know, I'm all powerful, I don't need God, I have power, I can make things happen, I don't, you know, in the way magical thinking kind of thing, then we have a problem if that many Americans are doing that now. And it's incremental and it's been coming at us for, you know, a hundred years. And media has been a great force to do that and to try to kind of get us away from God. And so, if we're if our kids are armed with it, they can still find the little pieces of joy in that. I'm sure there are. I'm just being fair because I know there's a lot of people out there that are like, hey, that that's my good memories too. And I'm not asking people, you know, to to walk away from those. I'm just saying if we're aware, then we have a better chance at at dealing with it and not getting swept up in it in the future. Because a lot of kids are leaving religion and they're 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 going into this mass sort of you know. Um, I the, these it's beyond self help it's it's more of a kind of indoctrination that that it's godless and I hate to see that with our youth they need God more than ever ever they need to be able to hear His voice more than ever so we've got to make sure that they understand I think um, all right on to the next hour at two hours and you're gonna you're gonna love this because Rebecca is so knowledgeable. That all I'm going to do is sit back and listen to her because she's talk about an aficionado on 9/11. She knows every single piece of evidence, every in, every out, every person involved. You name it. This has her been her last decade of her life. So, we're going to talk with author Rebecca Roth, Methodical Illusion, and uh, share her podcast so people can understand the truth too. Be right back.
0: Thanks for listening to The Kate Daly Show. All in. The Kate Daly Show starts now.
1: Good morning. America may never be the same, and this is why. A beautiful Tuesday turned tragic when American Airlines Flight 11 crashed into the North Tower of the World Trade Center. And that was just the beginning.
2: No, it wasn't in the commercial airliner. No, that second one wasn't no commercial airline. No, second one, definitely. The first one I never saw. The second one I saw was big, though. It was, big, was no, yeah. big enough. It yeah. was no, it was no Cessna. No, no, no. It was no Cessna. No. But it didn't have any markings on it that I saw. No, no I no. didn't see any. The second one, it, it didn't have, you know, like, a no counterparts or anything. No, no emblems, guy. no logos.
3: The plane circle around and actually come on to the opposite side of the building and smash into the Trade Center. It was gray, to be honest with you.
4: And the plane wasn't no uh, airline or anything. It was a twin-engine, big gray plane.
3: Mark,
2: were you close enough to be able to see any markings on, on the airplane? Um, it definitely did not
5: look like a commercial plane. I didn't see any
15: windows on the side. Tuesday, 9.47 a.m. Hi, baby. I'm
6: Baby, you have to listen to me carefully. I'm on a plane that's been hijacked. I'm on the plane. I'm calling from the plane. want to tell you I love you. Please tell my children that I love them very much, and I'm so sorry, babe. Um, I don't know what to say. There's three guys they have hijacked the plane. I'm trying to be calm. We're turned around, and I heard that there's planes that has been, been flown into the World Trade Center. I hope to be able to see your face again, baby.
7: show. Oh yeah, today just sit back and listen uh to Rebecca Roth the author. You are going to learn things about 9/11 you didn't know. We have n- that she has new evidence, new information to give you that is mind-blowing. Please just take a break from your life for the next couple of hours and understand what really happened on 9/11. This is crucial because we have to understand what our country is capable uh, of doing. And um and you know that uh, in that those clips that I just gave you, one of them was so many eyewitnesses standing on the ground saying it was a military plane. There were no windows. This was gray. It was not <laughs> this was not a commercial plane. Those were scrubbed. They never, ever talked about those again on the news. OK. And that last clip was uh, was the flight attendant C.C. Lyles on Flight 93 talking, uh, you know, obviously giving a message. And at the end, you heard somebody uh, say something. And Rebecca Roth, what did they say at the end? It's kind of
18: controversial. Some people say that she said, um, you did great, Mm -hmm. as if it was somebody uh, coaching her, told her what to say. Other people think she said it's a frame, but it's a frame doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me either. If she went on it, she wouldn't say that. Yeah, right, right. There's no reason she would say that, and I don't know. There has been a lot of misdirections around 9-11. There's it, the, yeah. Let me
7: just say, the truther movement has been heavily infiltrated by the deep state. That is the truth. And about, I think, over 60% now of Americans do not believe the official story correct. Something in their gut and in their Mm -hmm. spirit says something is wrong here. And that's... Very Definitely. telling. Yeah, very, very telling. So several years ago, oh my gosh, quite a few years, ago, I, I became very aware of Rebecca Roth because I read her book and it, and I honestly, I read it in, in one evening and I <laughs> was sitting there mind blown. So of course I get a hold of her and I am just like, we have to have you on the air ASAP. Uh, the, book, the books are written in fiction, methodical illusion, methodical deception, methodical conclusion, methodical exposure and methodical agenda and they go in order and she uh, does this in fiction so that she can say the things that she needs to say and a lot of authors have to do this now a lot of authors that I have on the show and this was the foremost authority on the subject of 9-11 because she was a flight attendant for how many years over 30 30 (laughs) years oh my gosh Uh, Yes, and international purser, and so her knowledge about the planes, protocol, what they were supposed to do, what they didn't do on 9-11, surprisingly, all of these things, the phone calls, the length of the phone calls being made at the time when we didn't have the towers to support lengthy phone calls up in the air, all of these things she brought to the forefront, and I'm so grateful for her because, you know what, when I read your books, it was finally something made sense about 9-11.
18: It's the only explanation, actually.
7: Yeah. I hope but people the, get
18: your books. The <laughs> story, it, <laughs> there's so many uh there's so many impossibilities in the government story, especially from inside the airline, because uh, everything that we knew, we saw, we didn't see. And I was uh joined after uh the first couple books, I was joined by a whole family full of airline pilots, flight mm-hmm. attendants, air traffic controllers everybody had some piece of the puzzle to put together with that they brought me and i was like wow and they, none of them knew each other right so right. nobody knew what what all i was gathering
7: Hmm. Well, there's a couple of, there's, there's reasons to do this show and then we have a lot of new listeners too. And so you might hear a a few repeat questions or a free, a a few of repeat, um, you know, points to be made, but there's also a whole lot of new things to talk about as well. So we're going to cover it all in today's show. Um, But also, you know, this is an exercise in, um, because it's, you might even have the question 22 years later, still talking about 9-11, of course, because most people haven't fully woken up to the full picture yet. And when the government came out and said, okay, yeah, we didn't tell you the truth. Okay, it was Saudi Arabia. And people actually believed that. I don't know why you would believe that. But, um, but here we have this, this problem of not being able to identify that the government can do what the government's going to do. And maybe when you see how they operate and how they work and the things that they did throughout this entire thing then maybe we can spot it again that's my hope that's my hope for doing this there's a reason for doing this let's let's start spotting um the lies and let's start spotting with the the misdirection because that's where we can we can solve things in the future 9-11 happened those people lost their lives but we can certainly do something in the future so let's talk about um you were a flight attendant when did it hit you after how long after 9-11 did it hit you something was wrong with some of the stuff coming out
18: Oh, I stopped flying about five years afterwards, and somewhere around uh, 2010 or so, Mm -hmm. I started to look into this, and I started to find some of the FBI 302s of, like, the flight attendant that first called out, Betty Ong from Flight 11. Uh, I had flown out of Boston, so I had a pretty good idea where they were when they made those phone calls, and I knew that phone calls couldn't be made from cell phones, certainly, from the air. So... I, I started looking, just kind of creeping around a little bit about it because mm-hmm. it, it took me a while to be able to well, get curious. What about the plane? What about the phones in the back of the seat? Were they available? They were, but not for a flight attendant in a jump seat. And Betty Ong told, uh, she has a, about a four-and-a-half-minute recording, okay. and she told the reservation agent she called, which is not a place where you would call if mm-hmm. you could make a call. Uh, she just kept... All of the crew members broke protocol. I'll just say it that way. And I started to see things. Why would they do this? I was like, well, that's weird. And then uh, lo and behold, I ran into a literally a chance meeting of a special forces soldier. Mm-hmm. Who was mm-hmm. one of those guys? You remember seeing uh, pictures of the Pentagon? There was like, I think even Rumsfeld was in this lineup. There was probably about I don't know, fifteen or twenty guys. Mm-hmm. They looked like they were looking for a lost contact lens, not a seven fifty seven parts. Yeah, the uh, lawn of the Pentagon. He was one of those guys. He and so he told me about that, and I, well, at this point, I was you know I had mm-hmm. always questioned the Pentagon and Shanksville crash because there was no evidence. Uh, crash. Right. <laughs> no crash there. Right. And so he, he told me, I, I said, well, tell me, was there a 757 there at all? Because I really hadn't researched it. I just was suspicious as an airline employee. Mm-hmm. And he reassured me that there was no 757 crash there. And then he proceeded to tell me that his special unit, and I, I actually built his, his character into a, a a person, a character in uh, Methodical Illusion, the first book, Um and a chance meeting with my main protagonist, Vera Hansen. Mm-hmm. And he told me that his uh, unit, special unit, uh, special forces, uh, were shortly after 9-11 in Afghanistan in Tora Bora. And they had Osama bin Laden in their sights. And they were refused to take him out by what he said was someone very high up, like at the top. And I'm like, at the White House top? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was nodding his head. Uh and I left that conversation. and I thought, why, why would, why would they not let if he if he was taking the blame right away? Why was the president or someone high up on in the Pentagon mm-hmm. not allowing this special forces unit to take him out? Mm-hmm. Hmm. It didn't make any sense to me. Right. Hmm. <laughs> and that that was one of those logs on the fire of I got to get to the bottom of this. Right. You know, it was right. like. There's, now, wait a minute now. That doesn't
7: make any sense. And then if you, I were
18: president, I yeah. would say, you know, yeah. take him out.
7: Yeah, and then you realize the hijackers weren't dead. Yes, and then right
18: after, yes, I found out, and around that same time, I because like I said, I just started looking, and there were uh, the BBC. This is not a conspiracy site. I've never been one for conspiracies, but the BBC uh, reported like 10 of the hijackers were
7: still alive. And I was like, okay, now that got my attention. Well, sure. And uh, it was, it was pretty miraculous that we did have passports fall to the ground when nothing else could have. Everything else was dust, but the passports, I mean, nothing made sense. And and they wanted people to know who did it. They wanted, they wanted that picture classified the morning of you were just uh, reviewing some footage from that day and the things that they were talking about that they knew. I mean, it was, it was kind of amazing how they were framing it the first day on the news.
18: It's. Really amazing because um, in that uh, in that little snippet from NBC, and this was from uh, nine a uh, nine twelve a.m. to nine twenty two, so very very early on. I have transcripts of FAA headquarters and of the air traffic controllers that that claimed Flight Eleven was still in the air, probably going to Washington D.C. in a kind of a coast radar thing. They were still watching it, so it was still showing up on their radar. Mm. And yet these people on TV were saying it was American Airlines that crashed into They had no idea. The official people really had no idea. Right. And I have in FOIA data. So that's like in transcripts of conversations and phone conversations they had at that time. So it shocked me. It was kind of interesting to go back and listen right. uh, to
7: those original TV uh, things because uh, they yeah. really had the okay. story. All right, we're going to come right back with Rebecca Roth. The book is a methodical illusion, then methodical deception, then methodical uh, conclusion, then exposure, then agenda. The great book series. Oh my gosh, it will keep you up all night. I'm just telling you, <laughs> it will because you'll want to know, you'll want to keep uh, knowing because she she reveals so much information uh, that she came across in these books, and um, and you know this is uh, this is this is worthy of this today. We need to know, we need to understand what uh what some of these intelligence groups are capable of and we'll get to all the the details coming back we have so much to talk about are the pilots some of the pilots still alive we'll talk about that be right back kate daly show with rebecca roth author rebecca roth be right back
19: 2022 Huntsman World Senior Games are right around the corner, and we need your help. Are you looking for an opportunity to volunteer and get involved this coming October? The Huntsman World Senior Games is the largest event of its kind in the world, allowing athletes from around the globe to come to St. George, many for the first time. Not only would you be able to help at the event, but when you sign up, you're automatically entered to win a $1,600 e-bike, and you can accumulate points that can be redeemed at local restaurants or on Amazon.com. Registering to volunteer is easy. Visit seniorgames.net slash volunteer and sign up for the shift that you're interested in. Balance of Nature is a proud title sponsor of the Huntsman World Senior Games. Balance of Nature is committed to helping out and you can too. Visit seniorgames.net slash volunteer. Come celebrate and win.
17: Caring for an elder family member can be worrisome and overwhelming. You want your loved ones to receive personalized care. Ovation Sienna Hills is the answer. They don't sacrifice anything in their assisted living and memory care communities. Mom and Dad can stay in assisted living left in capable and caring hands. Call Ovation Sienna Hills to schedule your private tour today. 435-429-0000. Ovation Sienna Hills, enhancing the life of every person they serve
12: are you tired of bad blinds pull over stop what you're doing and give budget blinds a call hi this is amy budget blinds make blinds easy and affordable whether you want automated shades that close with the touch of a button or app or manual blinds for one or 20 rooms i promise they can work with any budget there's a reason more people in southern utah choose budget blinds so say goodbye to those bad blinds and hello to budget blinds with your free smart home consultation call or go to budgetblinds.com that's budgetblinds.com.
13: This is the sound of one person walking. This is another. Imagine the sound of more than 5 million footsteps, one for every American living with Alzheimer's disease. Add in the millions more who feel its effects, and think about the impact we can make when we all walk together to put an end to Alzheimer's for good. Join the Alzheimer's Association walk to end Alzheimer's today. Register now at alz.org walk.
16: Don't miss the walk to end Alzheimer's Saturday, September 10th at Cedar City Motor Company in Cedar City. Registration starts at 9 a.m. The Haven Villas gives active seniors the ability to live in independent a carefree lifestyle with family-like support. With services and amenities like dining, house cleaning, laundry, and emergency alert system, community center, swimming pool, pickleball courts, and so much more. Renting at the Haven Villas puts life at your fingertips. And now it saves you money, too. Now through September 9th, sign a new contract and get your third month rent free. That's a savings of up to $4,000. Enjoy active senior living and get your rent for free. The Haven Villas. Havenassistedliving.com.
20: Ever feel like your insurance company doesn't know you?
0: Insurance corporation will issue generic plans where agricultural
20: activities occur only a human can visit your farm or ranch to know what you need find out why farm bureau financial services has been the number one ag insurer for 25 years it's your future let's protect it talk to an agent today or visit fbfs.com protect number one ag insurer across our territory 1996 to 2021 snl pnc group direct written premium hey this is steve here with garage doors only
10: Many years ago, I heard the old adage that says, a company is only as good as its worst employee. And you know, over the years, I have found this to be largely true. That is why we are so proud of the team of employees we have here at Garage Doors Only our employees are a big reason why garage doors only has been voted the best garage door company in southern utah for four years in a row and why we have hundreds of five-star google reviews and right now we're looking to expand our team if you are an experienced garage door installer or service technician come talk to us our field techs absolutely love our generous piece rate reimbursements four-day work weeks and weekly paychecks and at garage doors only we also offer paid time off paid holidays and a health care reimbursement program if you don't have experience but are hard-working and detail-oriented Come join our growing team and learn what it's like to be part of the best garage door company in southern Utah. Call or text us today at 435-868-1200 or apply in person at 689 North Bluff. Garage Doors Only, where Garage Doors is what we do.
13: Red Rock Runners presents the Levitt Charity Golf Week at Sand Hollow. Golf Week brings the rising stars of professional golf to Southern Utah. The three-day event will include several tournaments, including the Levitt Charity Cup featuring Utah Jazz and Las Vegas Raider alumni teams. Join the stars under the stars for the Golf Week Gala in the spectacular Rock Bowl at Sand Hollow. The gala will feature extraordinary foods, drinks, and live music. Purchase tickets at sandhollow.com. Levitt Charity Golf Week at Sand Hollow,
0: September 12th through the 14th
7: it a wild world a little cat stevens for you welcome back kate dally show today doing a special on 9-11 uh it's worthy of it because new things are coming out all the time and there's a reason that the country a majority of the country doesn't feel like they've been told the truth it's because they haven't i'll tell you flat out they have not been told the truth you have not been told the truth and uh even with a couple of things of suspicions i think it's way worse than even what you think (laughs) Seriously. Um, So welcome back. My pillow. Please get over to my pillow and support this show and support yourself by getting wonderful products. The products are truly, they're that good. I'm telling you, I would never tell you to go get products unless I had them in my house. <laughs> so I love these products. The sheets, they wash so perfectly. The towels, the the um, the robes. My husband loves that robe. The robes, um, you name it. Uh, the down comforters, the mattresses, and their new slippers. Their slides, their slide-on slippers that they have that are brand new. You can get up to 90% off on those. If you put in the code Kate, go to MyPillow.com, order up, and order some for Christmas order some things for Christmas. These are great gifts and you can get, uh, you can get them on pennies on the dollar. So go to mypillow.com and get those things. And then also the coin, the new, the new Kate Daly show coin, please go get a commemorative coin. uh, and while they last, and let me just tell you, it has be faithful, be fearless on it. It's modeled after the first coin ever printed in the United States as our, as a country. And, uh, it's got lady Liberty on it surrounded by stars. It says, be faithful, be fearless to kind of remind you that we have to be faithful and fearless to be able to claim back our, our our world and our constitution please go get a coin it helps the show they're 99 bucks and it's an investment in silver because you're already putting money back in your pocket when you get it and it's only going to go up so please do this for the show and truth and radio because this show can bring you authors like rebecca roth and rebecca roth herself that will tell you things you're not going to hear on any other show i promise you today anybody that's doing a nine eleven show will not talk about these things that we're about to talk about so please, if you like truth and radio, go get a commemorative coin at Kate Okay. Please support this show. And uh, Rebecca back here with you. Um, if I were to ask you, what are the three big key pieces, of smoking guns that are just so big, they can't be explained away. And uh, because there's, Now, when I say that, I'm laughing because there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pieces of evidence um, and things that have been so bizarre that you can't explain. But what would you say are the top three if you could only give somebody three things?
18: Well, let me tell you this. I had a little echo there. Um, First off, I, I think one of the things that I have had access to is the fact that there were no Arabs on the real passenger manifests. And the FBI came into the airports of departure. But I guess what they didn't know Good. is that all of us in the airline family mm-hmm. can go to a computer at any any airport. Some sometimes I guess now you can do it from your home. Mm-hmm. But you could print off the passenger manifest. If you heard that this might have been one of your company's right. flights, you you would do that. And then the fact that the FBI was Basically, body searching agents as they were leaving from uh, their duty day mm-hmm. from the airport. Right. Uh, They—that's what they were going for. They didn't want anybody to have a real passenger manifest, and I know now know why because they were lying about it. There, this is the hardest thing for me to swallow. hmm But I know this is right. fact. Right. Uh, there were no Arab hijackers on board. That would be one. The phone calls were all very suspicious, and just on a, so you know, uh, Betty On kept saying she was in the jump seat, but the uh, airphones didn't reach there, so that meant she had to be on a cell phone, and cell phones barely worked on the ground those days. Mm-hmm. Those were the days of the Nokia analog right. phones. You know, Two thousand and one, we didn't have good reception if you were on the didn't ground of towers. From- yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so uh, another thing that really shocked me as I continued. <laughs> mm-hmm. not, not at first, but as I continued, uh, there was a lot of things at first that I saw because the flight attendants, uh, 302s and the information that they were uh, saying and do, what they were doing because they didn't follow hijack protocol. So that was one. But later on, I connected all of the hijackers that weren't on the planes mm-hmm. to CIA assets, yeah. CIA agents. Uh, officers, directors, and FBI informants and agents. Whoa! And well, so I think yeah. that in the real Corker, I'm going to just give this away because this is how, what this is what happened to me at the start, mm-hmm. at the end of writing the uh, third book, methodical conclusion. I thought it was concluded. That's why I chose that word. Um, I actually found out from a pilot mm-hmm. that one of the from 9-11 was actually still alive in a witness protection program. And so that was my last chapter of methodical oh. exposure. I, I had the ending of that book before I started writing it. Oh my and gosh. That, I just gave myself the chill.
7: Yeah, and it, <laughs> so, it is chilling when you really think about it. I mean, I it's bizarre that they were all switched out.
18: Right? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And so, you know, like initially I started finding... Uh, that the flight attendants like the first flight there were just two flight attendants that phoned out Mm -hmm. and none of them followed our hijack protocol That none of them said what they should have said none of them were sitting what they where they should have Mm -hmm. been sitting and doing what they should have been doing to follow the protocol so initially when I first started looking that was probably my initial red flag but obviously later on when I found these guys kept connecting to Intelligence operatives. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, half of the um, of the accused hijackers—I call it accused hijackers now—because they weren't on board. Half, right. nearly half of them, connect to a Jewish realtor in Florida. That's an odd so, person to have in common, really. So yeah, well, especially when they mm-hmm. tried to tell us that these were radical Muslims. You know, and they always try to tell you that they hate Christians and Jews. Right. That's what they. Media tells you. Uh, but another thing that's in- really interesting, and this kind of came to me near the end of all the research because I kept working on these whiteboards. I'm like Glenn Beck on a whiteboard. Right,
7: right. <laughs> but yeah. it
18: helps. Trust me, I yeah. can tell him it does help. Okay, so six initial guys came into the country. And the first two came in, and they, like I said, they were connected right away in the airport with a CIA asset and then lived with an FBI informant. Mm-hmm. One of them left the country, and they came in right after the millennial bomber. Uh, Remember when uh, the whole millennial thing, and they thought the Y2K thing Mm -hmm. and all this stuff was... uh, In December of 1999, they had a guy come in, and they caught him in, I think, Washington State, coming in from Canada. The millennial bomber he was known as. And uh, so the FBI was on high alert, and two to three weeks later, these two guys come in... And the FBI, the NSA, and the CIA all knew they'd been at a, well, quote, this is what they say they were doing. They were in Kuala Lumpur at a Al-Qaeda summit, hmm. and they had no interest in them whatsoever. They were here since January of 2000. One of them left, uh, like, early, early summer, late spring, May, June, and went back to Yemen. So there were basically five people. Uh, of the 19 accused, here to set the stage, take the flight lessons, and et cetera, et cetera. Jeez. So the other ones didn't come in until the summer of 2001. Hmm. So Very I always strange. found that kind of interesting because somehow you could land in mm-hmm. uh, Newark and find a Jewish realtor. <laughs> it is odd. Mm-hmm. Well then I found out that her husband who'd also been a civil air patrol pilot hmm. uh he was he was this is very, how I found them out right. he was the editor of the Sun uh tabloid in Florida Boca Raton Florida and um it was the Sun that received one of the first anthrax letters hmm. and his photography editor died from an anthrax poisoning okay and mm. that's kind of how I found out uh, the realtor over the years. And this is one thing that I started doing because every anniversary of 9-11, there's more interviews with more family members or people that were somehow associated with the with, right. uh, hijackers or with uh, crew members. Jeez Louise. And, and some, there's a few late last-minute passengers, too, that just decided to, they needed to
7: go that day. Okay. Uh, very hmm. much last minute. So. Ooh um yeah that is that is peculiar that's peculiar right uh just just it's like the people that just left the building in 9-11 like didn't go into work that day um uh-huh. that were pretty influential uh the way yeah. the buildings fell the artists that were allowed inside the buildings um it wasn't that connected to the bushes didn't he do security one of the bushes do security for the uh, tower the cousin
18: Marvin Bush both involved in uh, the security of the World Trade Center Towers and the uh, uh, Austrian Jewish um, artists were actually living on the 96th floor and they had construction passes
7: for months before they could come and go so Um, they were brought in at night so they would come in at night right there wasn't this like the months uh, preceding mm
18: 9-11 and there's there's been a lot of weird stuff. I mean, there's all this is documented. It's none of it's a conspiracy. They, for some reason, took the bomb-sniffing dogs, the explosive-sniffing dogs, that type of security out. Um, they, you know, the security system was tampered with and you know turned off and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And, and they, what's
7: they, yeah. what's special about that 96th floor?
18: Uh, well, that's the, I think they were right there where the first plane hit. Yeah, and so. I think another thing, I hate to give away too much of the mm-hmm, books, but sure. you know, what I tried to do is, as I became like the repository of information from all kinds of people that were involved in one way or the other, in the last book, Methodical Agenda, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There, the last chapters basically tell you where we are right now as a nation. Right. And um, the, also I, I had... Found and I'd received some emails and some stories uh, about people who were also—I um, hate to say this because I've been tagged as an anti-Semite—but mm-hmm. the truth has no religion to me. Right. Um, but they were um, working for the Israeli intelligence, mm-hmm. and this one guy's um, family members, two of them, one of it had been a um, phys- 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 physicist, mm-hmm. and been uh, tasked with figuring out where to put the explosives in the towers, and the other uh, brother-in-law, I think it was, another relative, Mm -hmm. uh, was supposed to be part of the uh, unit that was setting the uh, explosives, and he was with him, his family member, when they saw the towers fall, and his family member just couldn't, they did it without me, and um, Mm -hmm. that was... His real email is and in, re- worked into the uh, methodical agenda. Hmm. And the thing that I found very interesting in looking at the whole thing is the, the the really the connections to all of the deep state. And when I say deep state, I think people need to understand really what that is. It's the Department of Defense, mm-hmm. the military. It's the FBI Mm -hmm. and the CIA and the NSA and the DIA and all of the intelligence agencies because they monitor everything we say and do. And they have for a very long time, and they were monitoring everything people said and did, including banking, before any of the 19 accused came to this country as well. But they pretended they lost them. They just weren't Mm. interested anymore.
7: We're going to come right back with Rebecca Roth, author of Methodical Illusion, Deception, Conclusion, Exposure, and Agenda. And let me just tell you, uh, we're not even going to skim the surface of the things in the book. You have to read the book to get this whole picture because she spells it out so beautifully. All of her research over all these years, uh, this has been the center of her research, and it's been amazing. Be right back with author Rebecca Roth.
8: Hi, guys. It's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. Is erectile dysfunction damaging your relationship are you sick of the pill and all the side effects well welcome to the future we have a major medical breakthrough Wasatch Medical Clinic uses the most advanced form of wave therapy backed by 60 clinical studies our technology uses pressure waves to repair and open up blood vessels we've helped countless men get rid of their ED but what is the true end result their relationship even their lives improved drastically If you're ready to regain your love life, call us right now and not only will the assessment and ultrasound be free, we'll also give you a gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom. It almost never fails. This is worth $550 and it's free to callers right now. 435 922 7000. That's 435 922 7000. Put a stop to your erectile dysfunction and experience what I call the happiness ripple effect. Call Wasatch Medical Clinic now. 435 922 7000. Rise Business Summit, St. George, September 16th at the Dixie Convention Center, filled with influential speakers from innovative Southern Utah companies and business leaders. Join us to learn cutting-edge business strategies and how to take your business to the next level. Tickets available now at risestg.com. Have a business you'd like to showcase? Learn about available booth space at risestg.com. Register today. Rise Business Summit, September 16th at the Dixie Convention Center.
0: Disasters can take many forms Prolonged power outage, flood or fire Or even when Aunt Julie shows up with those
5: screaming twins Kids, calm down
0: We'll eat in a minute Luckily, you stocked up on plenty of food storage At your family still matters Including delicious Mountain House freeze-dried dinners That take only 10 minutes to prepare
12: Mmm, this stroganoff is so delicious
0: Disasters can happen anytime and anywhere Be prepared with the help from the experts At your family still matters You
12: must give me your recipe Are you tired of bad blinds? Pull over, stop what you're doing, and give Budget Blinds a call. Hi, this is Amy. Budget Blinds make blinds easy and affordable. Whether you want automated shades that close with the touch of a button or app, or manual blinds for one or 20 rooms, I promise they can work with any budget. There's a reason more people in Southern Utah choose Budget Blinds. So say goodbye to those bad blinds and hello to Budget Blinds with your free smart home consultation. Call or go to budgetblinds.com. That's Budget Blinds.
11: I have a secret to share with you. It's Greg from the three-time Best of Southern Utah award-winning gold ore store. Recently, a mega-rich Texas billionaire decided to buy $50 million worth of silver coins. And over half the funds are buying U.S. Treasury-minted American Silver Eagles, which equals 900,000 coins. And this is just the beginning, folks. Word is the next purchase will be a half a billion dollars. This huge purchase volume has already put tremendous pressure against the entire pressure. Metals industry. As here's the secret, folks, several of the major private mints actually produce the coin planches used to make the silver eagles. It figures the government creates nothing but discord and huge mountains of debt. Buy silver now before the billionaires literally steal it out from underneath all of us gold ore store your trusted partner in all things precious metal we buy and sell gold silver and so much more gold ore store 435-703-9119 that's 435-703-9119
20: Sleep cooler, sleep longer, sleep better with a Tempur-Pedic mattress. Tempur-Pedic is ranked number one in customer satisfaction by J.D. Power for a reason. Comfort. Pain alleviating, back supporting, body cooling comfort. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress. Right now at our Labor Day sale, save up to $700 on Tempur-Pedic adjustable sets. Plus, get up to a $300 instant gift on select mattresses. We have a large in-stock selection and 0% financing for up to 72 months. Best Mattress. Sleep easy, friends. See store for details.
10: Hey, this is Steve here with Garage Doors Only. Many years ago, I heard the old adage that says, a company is only as good as its worst employee. And you know, over the years, I have found this to be largely true. That is why we are so proud of the team of employees we have here at Garage Doors Only. Our employees are a big reason why Garage Doors Only has been voted the best garage door company in southern Utah for four years in a row and why we have hundreds of five-star Google reviews. And right now, we are looking to expand our team. If you are an experienced garage door installer or service technician, come talk to us. Our field techs absolutely love our generous piece rate reimbursements, four-day work weeks, and weekly paychecks. And at Garage Doors Only, we also offer paid time off, paid holidays, and a health care reimbursement program. If you don't have experience but are hardworking and detail-oriented, come join our growing team and learn what it's like to be part of the best garage door company in southern Utah. Call or text us today at 435-868-1200 or apply in person at 689 North Bluff. Garage Doors Only, where Garage Doors is what we do. Talk lines are open now. Call
0: 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show.
7: Welcome back. That's Kate Daly show a little Buffalo Springfield for you. And uh, I have Rebecca Roth on author of those 9-11 books uh, that uh, I think that uh, the deep state is extremely afraid of you reading to tell you the truth. Um, and of course, balance of nature. Make sure you're getting balance of nature. Please go to um, the, the link is right at the bottom of my website on the homepage. Uh, you can just link from there. Uh, Put in the code Kate, order up. It's 31 fruits and vegetables. So they take the phytonutrients, they take out the air and water, and they give you the phytonutrients. It's a process that they developed in the 90s to give you these nutrients so that you could uh, benefit from 31 fruits and vegetables in capsules. And uh, you can take these every day. I'm serious. My family swears by them. I swear by them. And everyone I know, because I've gotten everybody I know to take start taking them. And you, you'll you understand what I'm talking about with levels of energy, hair, nails, skin. I mean, you name it. Everything is is great. And you'll notice a difference in about a week and a half uh, after taking it. It's guaranteed 30 days. You can return it if you want. But let me just tell you, you're going to love it. And uh, you're going to notice a big difference. And we need our health. We need all hands on deck right now to save this country. Um, go to balanceofnature.com balanceofnature.com put in the code word Kate it's always Kate my first name okay and uh, I have Rebecca Roth on, and, um, you know, in a previous hour, in a local hour, I was talking about the PNAC. The PNAC was a document written by um, William Kristol, um, Kagan, uh, Cheney, Rumsfeld, all the characters in the government uh, at the time of this, of this occurrence. And a year before 9-11, they called in this PNAC agreement project uh, for a new century. Um, they, they said, you know, we, we need a new Pearl Harbor event Um, to take the military where it needs to go to the countries they need to invade in the next 20 to 30 years. I mean, it was such a tell of what was coming. And so when you think about 9-11, think about everything around it, and we must start questioning it. We must start understanding what happened, because now that it's been 22 Uh, 21 years we have a lot to talk about and this is getting to the point where uh, if we don't wake up over 9 11 because there's so much evidence and so much proof that it did not happen the way they are selling it that uh, this is kind of the awakening moment for a lot of Americans right now and this is why we're also doing the show today so tell me about so people always want to know about the protocol inside the airplanes Rebecca what was broken what was happening inside those airplanes that were big tells for you with your insider knowledge knowledge of being on airplanes for over 30 years.
18: When I first started uh, finding uh, FBI 302 interviews typed up of Betty Ong's four and a half minute phone call to a reservations agent, mm-hmm. uh, I, I read through and I, I thought, well, that's, that's kind of odd. And she said some weird things. And I pulled up another one that things had been changed from. So I put those side by side, and I thought, how can a four-and-a-half-minute phone call that's been tape-recorded change? Right. What did they take out of this? Because this is now the FBI. And I keep going back to this because their FBI keeps showing up as informants, as agents, as somehow involved with somebody involved in this story. And so I thought, well, why would the FBI lie about this? Because I already knew they'd lied about the uh, mm-hmm. the, uh passenger manifest right right that's a huge smoking gun right okay so on and one of them they she said he stood upstairs she referred to the hijackers remember there was supposed to be five as one and she said he stood upstairs there are no air air, uh, stairs in that 767 it's a double aisle one level air airplane so I thought well that's weird are they in a hangar uh, that was my initial thought because there's always stairs in the hangar and there's a mezzanine office space up above mm-hmm. because it's high to get the tail in and all. Right. And so I've been in lots of hangars over my 30 plus years, <laughs> right. And uh, including some 747 hangars and they're really large. So and our offices were in a hangar for a period of time. So I was very familiar with what's a hangar like inside. And I thought, why would she say that? And then she said, we're up in the air. And I and they'd remove this. And I was like, wait a minute now. Yeah, no flight attendant would say that, and no flight attendant would call a reservations line. We would call directly to the main helpline, which would be crew scheduling. Mm-hmm. Uh, who could connect e- immediately with security, and at the same time they could uh, connect with the FAA, who would f- scramble fighter jets. It seems so it, to
7: me, Rebecca, that the only way they could get a flight attendant to say that if this was scripted and somebody was standing there making you say something because maybe you th- maybe you think you're in a drill or something, and you're and you're repeating a written statement that would say we're up in the air that would sell it to the person saying it wouldn't it like so so say this and then and then the statement says we're up in the air and that would maybe sell it as maybe a drill to the person saying it because a normal person wouldn't say that because they would already know you're in the air you're calling well, it's
18: interesting you say that because there's a passenger on flight 93 named Mark Bingham who called his mother who also had been a, i don't think she was still active flying but she may have been a united flight mm-hmm. attendant and he said uh, this is mark Bingham, mother both person <laughs> last name and then he said i'm on flight 93 we've been hijacked we're up in the air and then he said you do believe me don't you mom what and, and so later on as i found his 302 i was like uh, his mother and his uh aunt that answered the phone and I was like, wait a minute now. He said we're up in the air. And so this is not something, you're right, it y- isn't something y- you would say because let me just say this, if we are on the ground mm-hmm. and there's somebody in the aisle that's got a gun or a knife or a bomb, we would immediately push the button to arm the chute and we would get you out of that airplane onto the tarmac at whatever airport we were on the ground at. So you would never, ever say we're up in the air for a hijacking. You just wouldn't say yeah. it. It Happens in the air because we would obviously evacuate the airplane real quick right? if that were happening on the ground. So, I just these are things I just thought, well, wait a minute now. And then, what was really strange is, and again, I kept going back to the FAA changing the story. They actually changed the story on Flight 11. Mm-hmm. I found this out years later in, in researching. Um, they claimed that it was Mohammed Alta and four other people. Two of, uh, no, three of which showed up alive, and one of them knew the, that the fourth person had been killed in a small plane crash exactly one year, September 11th, 2000, one year earlier. So they quickly changed and brought up these other names. That's strange. And most people don't know that. Yeah. I, I mean, it, some people have found it, but most people are very unaware of it. And I think part of the reason is. They were successful. Is very few people know what what our protocols were. Mm-hmm. And first off, and then so our our the whole world in the air aviation in the airline is a mystery. And then so are um, to most people, unless you're Arab, uh, mm-hmm. their last names are very weird for us because it's an mm-hmm. a L something or other. Mm-hmm. Uh, Al He, and mm-hmm. a lot of Al Ghamdi, and they used a lot of the same names. Um, but it's interesting because on a couple flights, they completely got busted with people that were still alive. And even though 10 of these hijackers are still alive as well, they just finally stopped changing the story. And just, it's like, that's the way it's going to be. we're not changing the story anymore. And just like how they didn't ever talk about building seven falling down, uh, right. at five in the afternoon for no reason. They just ignore it. And if you just ignore the truth, then I guess you don't have to talk about it. If you just ignore it, it kind of goes away. So there were a lot of things. There were two flight attendants that called in on that first flight, and they did everything they did, they did wrong. For example, at the time of our our – I can say this now because we had a code word for hijacking, a couple of code words that we would call the cockpit, Mm -hmm. and use code words. Mm -hmm. And they – did any of that they the cockpits does just, just didn't answer they weren't picking up their phone or what have you uh, so that that whole segment of the protocol didn't happen but when they made phone calls out most of the flight attendants called their spouse or their home or their home recorder mm-hmm. in this case the betty on called the reservations and the only person that called some kind of company line was uh, the other flight attendant on uh, flight 11 amy sweeney and she called her base supervisor and so um they both they both did the wrong stuff. they did they didn't give the accurate. Hmm. They didn't give the uh, important information. they for example, Baby Sweeney said that her and Betty were sitting in the second to the last row in coach, and she was talking apparently on an airphone then where she could have. Mm-hmm. But Betty said about four times in her four minute call that she was sitting on her jump seat, and airphones aren't for us. We're there to get you out the door for safety. We're not there to talk on the phone to our spouses or babysitters. So the phones were made for the passengers. And so she was on the cell and she kept repeating that. And it was as if they were giving such conflicting information. And that's something that was very important in hijack protocol. If you said you were sitting in row nine or, or row 27 or in your jump seat, that's where the hostage rescue people would come in. I and see. they would know you're there, I so see. but the, the actual protocol was if you were not the flight attendant mm-hmm. that's directly dealing with the hijacker, and both of these girls have initially said there was one hijacker Amy Sweeney however, said he was in nine b and we'll talk about him a little bit more too because he was a hijack anti hijack specialist and a highly trained assassin Gosh. so. She po- she uh, first said it was him. And then when she called back, she gave uh, seat numbers mm-hmm. uh, of aircraft seats that were not on that configurated aircraft. Wow. Like there was no seat C. It mm-hmm. was like A, C, D across the way. Yeah. And. It's like okay well there's something wrong here uh so there was all kinds of inside stuff like that that just didn't make any sense at all this is just not anything and these girls had been flying 12 years
7: or more they, so they were seasoned knew what to do. they were seasoned and it yeah. wasn't one thing it was all the calls all the, the all of the pieces that came out of what was going on inside the airplanes didn't make sense
18: oh yeah yeah i, I mean I, I lived through this man when i first got into this i I ate, drank, and slept. I put my flight shoes back on it. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I took off. I was flying around on uh, uh, programs on my uh, iPad. You know, it's like Flight right. Radar 24. How, long, how far can I get in 18 minutes from Boston? Well, I was pretty familiar with that because I flew out of there. So, nice. And I flew white-body aircraft out of there. So. Oh, my
7: gosh. And then also the calls. They couldn't have lasted. I mean, they, you had major interruptions. So to last 20 minutes, that's... That's a pretty long time for a phone call up in the air, isn't it? Well, the
18: airphones at that time also not only were cell phone calls impossible unless you were on the ground, mm-hmm. uh, but the uh, airphones didn't work more than with more than two were used on an aircraft. They one of them was losing reception. They were really bad. That's why they didn't last very long. Yeah. So you know they were they were just poor quality. So anyway, let me finish telling you. So uh-huh. if you were the uh, flight crew. And there's one hijacker, like Amy Sweeney said, and Betty Ong said, right. he, one guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, as the rest of the crew, and now there were nine flight attendants, I believe, on that, that aircraft. You were to sit down and not draw attention to yourself, take off your name, tag, and your wings, and cover yourself with a coat, even if it's a passenger's coat, uh, a blanket, anything, to make your uniform disappear and pretend you're asleep. So the hijacker could not let's say he kills the first flight attendant and he looks for another crew member. That's why we would do that. Hmm. So he couldn't find find us. And what was Betty Ong doing? She was sitting in her uniform with her name name, tag and her wings in uniform in a flight attendant jump seat for more than 20 minutes. Right. And again, that is so wrong. And there's actually, I saw an an old movie not too long ago. A flight attendant grabbed a phone and the hijackers shot her. I'm like, yeah, that's what would happen. Yeah. That's why you would never do this. Exactly. So was like, there was so much stuff like that initially that I, I just kept going back to. And, I again, I kept asking myself, now, why would the FBI be lying about who was on the manifest? Because there's only one way you can get on a manifest. And in those days, you'll probably remember, we had a boarding pass and you could pull the stub, you know, a mm-hmm. little couple, yeah. two-inch stub. Mm-hmm. And that's what the uh, ticket agents, once we closed the door... Right. Uh, To the jetway and nobody else is coming in. They go through and and all of those they recheck with the computer reservations. Did everybody make it on? And they print that list out of everybody that's actually on the airplane. And even nowadays we uh, match the luggage. So there's no way that the passenger manifest could show uh, 10 different Arabs when there really were none. Well, so I found myself asking that, well, why would the FBI be lying about this?
7: Well, you know, we were talking on the break about, you know, the, the, what we're seeing also with what they're doing currently with the whole Trump thing too. It's, there's some huge, they, they, they don't deviate a lot from the kind of deceptions they pull. And so some are just bigger than others. And it just, there's so much deception around the FBI. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. I think
18: that this, what has happened to President Trump over the mm-hmm. last seven years by the deep state, mm-hmm. and those involved in the Department of Justice and the FBI, Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, he won't win, we won't let him, mm-hmm. all of that stuff that we've gone through, right. and if we've been paying attention we know about. Right. If you can't draw the parallel between
7: that to a president mm-hmm. or a past president
18: and right. 9-11... You're not paying
7: attention. We're going to be right back with Rebecca Roth, author Rebecca Roth, and uh, of course you have to, you have to go, you have to be here for the rest of this um, as well. We're going to go over some important information and uh, that you need to hear, and some new things too. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com.
0: Thanks for listening to the Kate Daly Show. All opinions. So, the Kate Daly Show starts now.
1: Good morning, America. May never be the same, and this is why. A beautiful Tuesday turned tragic when American Airlines Flight 11 crashed into the North Tower of the World Trade Center, and that was just the beginning.
2: No, it wasn't in the commercial airline. No, right? that plate, second one okay. wasn't no commercial No, no, no the second no, one, definitely. The first one I never saw. The second one I saw, it was big, was, though. It was, yeah. big enough. Yeah. it was no, It was no Cessna. No, that no. It was no, no Cessna. Cessna. Yeah. But it didn't have any markings on it that I saw. No, no I didn't no. see any. second one, it didn't have, you know, like, no counterparts or anything. No, no, no saying, emblems, said, no logos.
3: The plane circle around and actually come on to the opposite side of the building and smash into the Trade Center. It was gray, to be honest with you. No, the,
4: plane, the plane wasn't no uh, airline or anything. It was a twin-engine, big gray plane.
2: Mark, were you close enough to be able to see any markings on, on the airplane?
5: Um, it definitely did not look like a commercial plane.
15: I didn't see any windows on the side. Tuesday, 9.47 a.m. Hi, Baby. I'm Baby, you
6: have to listen to me carefully i'm on a plane that's been hijacked i'm on the plane i'm calling from the plane i want to tell you i love you please tell my children that i love them very much and i'm so sorry babe um i don't know what to say there's three guys they've hijacked the plane i'm trying to be calm we're turned around and i've heard that there's planes that's been been flown into the world trade center i hope to be able to see your face again baby i love you
7: Hi there, welcome, Kate Daly Show, last hour on a Friday, and of course, uh, with, nine, with 9-11 uh, coming up with the remembrance of that event, uh, many innocent lives were taken, that uh, of course, I'm going to have Rebecca Roth on to talk about these kinds of events, because, and 9-11 certainly is worthy of our time, and we need to find out the truth, and we need to know the truth. This is this, is this many years later, and still, this ball is unwinding 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 and pointing in only one direction and we have been sold a box of rocks ladies and gentlemen on 9-11 and on who the who the perpetrators were the deaths happened but it's who the perpetrators were and so i have rebecca roth who is the author of methodical illusion some, oh, these are some of the best books. You have to read these books. Methodical Illusion, Methodical Deception, Methodical Conclusion, Methodical Exposure, and then Agenda. It's a book series, five books, and it and it spells out for you what happened to the people, what happened to the pilots, where, you know, is there pilots uh, still alive uh, that they said are dead? Uh, all kinds of of. It's so laden with information that you've probably been dying to know since the inception of this that it's a must read. And Rebecca's on with me. We're going to be um, going over some things on the show for this last hour. We just talked about a lot of things in the previous hour. Um, And then, of course, why did they do it? Why? Why? Um, And uh, she also points to uh, who all is involved, and it's never going to be who they say it is. And so we'll talk about Osama a little bit, too. But there's just so many things here to explore, Rebecca. And I'm just so glad you're with me today as we're coming up on this anniversary, because it's just hard for people to wrap their brains around the fact that that the perpetrators that i i believe did this would do this and for what reasons and so let's talk a little bit about um about that and about osama osama who they pinned it on within minutes of that happening and by the way in that clip i forgot to say if you're if you're just joining us that was cc Lyons. she was a flight attendant and at the end of that call you heard somebody say uh you did great here you go this is it here we go Yeah, somebody, it sounded like somebody was coaching her. Somebody was standing there maybe as she was reading something on paper. That's what it seemed like to me uh, a little bit. What about you, Rebecca, on that CeCe Lyons call?
18: I I a lot of people like to, for some reason, a lot of people like to argue about what was said there, but uh, it sounds like someone said you did great. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of uh, There's a lot of stuff, and I know it's all in the books. I mean, I think it's all in the books. Now I'm... Uh, able to put it all together right as all of this information has come into me and a lot I mean I can't even tell you well obviously you know you've read all the books so (laughs) yeah it's it's amazing I mean when I first when I had the first three books out and I wrote those in the first 18 months of writing anything ever uh, Mm so uh, I heard from people that's like I got your three books, and I read it through the whole holiday weekend or like the, the you know Christmas break or whatever right. and they just like couldn't put them down that's well, always good I, I was never i never thought I'd be a writer I uh, mm-hmm. probably won't ever win a Pulitzer for this, but um uh, they they only right. hand those out to people like that write fake stories like yeah. about president Trump right they got Pulitzers for right. writing fakery and we found out now there's a lot of people this is also gonna come out later. Uh, in my next future project but there's a lot of people that are involved right now in the plot to take down president trump for Mm -hmm. the last seven years and they're still doing it Mm -hmm. um that are uh that are we're in position of uh, authority in the uh the whole 9-11 era right This is like a 20 or 30 year career span Mm -hmm. and the I've gone back and found, you know, Peter Strzok, for example, uh, worked with the CIA, and they they change all the time. So remember, they tried to tell us that the FBI and the CIA wouldn't exchange information. That's mm-hmm. why they couldn't find these guys. Right. Well, in the uh, since the uh, early. A late 90 or late 80s early 90s they'd been working together and they had a revolving door Peter struck and uh, all of these people at the FBI could also go work counterintelligence with the CIA and as a matter of fact uh, some people from FBI were were right there in the uh, Osama bin Laden desk but what's interesting is in the mid 80s Osama bin Laden who's A CIA asset name was Tim Osman. You can look this up because there's even paperwork, even paperwork about weapons he purchased while he was here in 85, 86, um, along with a guy from, uh, used to be with the FBI named Ted Gunderson. Mm -hmm. And so you can find this online. It's really easy. It's a PDF, so it'll pop right up if you just ask uh, the Mm -hmm. computer for it. Mm -hmm. And so during the uh, uh, Afghanistan Uh, Soviet Union War of the 80s, basically that whole decade, the CIA funded and trained Osama bin Laden and the Arabs, and they ended up calling them the the Arab Afghans or the Mujahideen. Mm Mm-hmm. So we we gave him hundreds of millions of dollars through the eighties. He was our asset. That's why they wouldn't let him uh, the special forces kill him because they need he was more valuable as a boogeyman to keep him alive. But um, the prime minister from. I believe it was Pakistan, was on, um, I think you can find this online too, I think she was on with Charlie Rose and Mm -hmm. one of those PBS kind of interviews. In December of 2001, she said Osama bin Laden died and everybody knew it, and I actually talked to a doctor who was also a uh, a general in the military, uh, that Osama bin Laden died in December of 2001. So who did they kill when Obama was needing a...
7: (laughs) Well, they they shoved his body in the ocean and wanted everybody to believe that uh, they just had to go do that. I mean, it was it was just it was anyway. I'm None with the you Muslim on that funeral. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
18: Muslims have a thing much like Jews where they mm-hmm. need to be in the ground in 24 hours. Right. So, no, that wasn't a Muslim funeral at all. They gave him, mm-hmm. but it's interesting uh, looking back now because hindsight is it's microscopic sometimes, but it's always 2020 20 or better. Mm-hmm. Um, The government was saying they had no idea that they were planning this kind of thing and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, this had no idea. But then, uh, and the FBI claimed the CIA wasn't sharing information and uh, back and forth, Uh, but they were all sharing this information. They all, everything has been,
7: they they, spy on us. They had to keep him alive, right? Because they couldn't have established the, the TSA that we still have, by the way. Um, yeah. That's worse than ever, and they couldn't have done that if the boogeyman wasn't still out there. So they had to keep the illusion that they they can find anyone on Earth in about two seconds. But they had that's to right. had they had to have that illusion. Otherwise, why have a TSA look for these supposed terrorists that are going to come over to our bo- to over here using three ounces of hairspray? Who even knows why that's even a, still a thing? And <laughs> um and have maybe like something you know tweezers in your bag that needs to be removed. I mean, it's ridiculous that we still oh, yes. do this this many years later but they had to they had to because they couldn't kill him off because then you have to have the boogeyman right
18: Oh, yeah. Well, later on, I found out that they were really relying about this because in the August 6th presidential briefing, now this is a briefing the CIA mm-hmm. gives to the president in um, August 6th, 2001. So we're roughly a month before 9-11. It says bin Laden determined to strike in the United States. Clandestine foreign government and media reports indicate bin Laden since 1997 has wanted to conduct terrorist attacks in the United States. Bin Laden in US television interviews in 1997 and 98, that his followers would um, follow the example of the World Trade Center bombing of Ramzi Yousef and bring the lightning to America. Well, Ramzi Youssef was charged with the 1993 bombing of the World Trade Center, but that was an FBI sting operation, and they used an Egyptian. Uh, military intelligence, retired soldier, um, I think, I want to say his name is Essam Salam, mm-hmm. and he uh, was told and promised by the FBI that the explosives would not go off, but they did. Remember, they put it down in the basement, and then they took these guys, uh, Ramzi Youssef, who kind of probably is one of those lower IQ type of people, because that's who they like to get. They send FBI people into these mosques, Mm-hmm and they look for people that are, I'll just say, low IQ, maybe right. mentally challenged even. And so you'll see that a lot of these people, like Richard Reid, the shoe bomber, if you look mm-hmm. at him, he looks nuts, right? Right, right. Well, it's not that he's a radical Muslim so much. It's just that he's low IQ or he's maybe mentally challenged. Um, so, yeah, they knew exactly what this was. I mean, this whole thing, and they, they created the 93 Bombing. Mm -hmm. In order for you ready for this. Now, this is crazy. They needed the blueprints to set the explosives in the towers. So the guy who's misplaced the two point three trillion dollars the comptroller, the banker at the Pentagon, Rabbi Dov Zakheim, he's a dual citizen with U.S. and Israel. He also had a, another company called Tri-Data Corporation. They got the blueprints and did most of the repair work after the FBI bombing 1993 of the World Trade Center. That's how it works. Wow. Wow. And that's all documented. I have documents. I have a room full of documents. Jeez. And I've put them all on. I've, I've I've, just put them on external hard drives and sent them all over because right. and I'm in a Mar-a-Lago, my place. Oh, uh, my gosh. Yeah. Out there it's got to be out there all yeah. of this stuff and it all lines up and there's yep. there is one place that everything goes to and it's not right. uh, Saudi Arabia
7: <laughs> mm, we'll be right back more with Rebecca Roth when we come back you're not gonna want to miss this be right back Kate Daly show
8: Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. Is erectile dysfunction damaging your relationship? Are you sick of the pill and all the side effects? Well, welcome to the future. We have a major medical breakthrough. Wasatch Medical Clinic uses the most advanced form of wave therapy. Backed by 60 clinical studies, our technology uses pressure waves to repair and open up blood vessels. We've helped countless men get rid of their ED. But what is the true end result? Their relationship, even their lives, improved drastically. If you're ready to regain your love life, call us right now, and not only will the assessment and ultrasound be free, we'll also give you a gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom. It almost never fails. This is worth $550, and it's free to callers right now. 435 922 7000. That's 435 922 7000. Put a stop to your erectile dysfunction and experience what I call the happiness ripple effect. Call Wasatch Medical Clinic now. 435 922 7000. This is the sound of one person walking, this is another.
13: Imagine the sound of more than 5 million footsteps, one for every American living with Alzheimer's disease. Add in the millions more who feel its effects, and think about the impact we can make when we all walk together to put an end to Alzheimer's for good. Join the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's today. Register now at alz.org. walk
16: Don't miss the walk to end Alzheimer's Saturday, September 10th at Cedar City Motor Company in Cedar City. Registration starts at 9 a.m. Save up to $1,000 during the Labor Day sale at the Mattress
17: Store. Hi, it's Justin from the Mattress Store, and during the Labor Day sale, you can save up to $1,000 on Tempur-Pedic, Sterns of Foster, and Sealy mattresses. Plus, get free in-store incentives with every purchase, like 0% interest financing, pillows, sheets. Best of all, it's ready today. Voted Best of Southern Utah, Bluff by Ace Hardware, Bloomington by the Walmart, Washington next to Best Buy, downtown Cedar City next to Lynn's. Nobody beats the Mattress Store. Nobody.
11: Hi, Greg, from the three-time award-winning, world-famous Gold Ore Store. I have a major precious metals buyer's alert. Attention Southern Utah and Mesquite, Nevada residents. A Texas billionaire has made a huge silver coin purchase that is putting tremendous pressure on the entire physical silver delivery supply chain. Because the vendor involved cannot source 900,000 silver eagles, we will experience exponential price increases. It is literally happening as I speak. Our insider Informa has told us to make sure that our clientele makes their planned purchases immediately to secure not only the lowest price, but to be able to secure the actual physical silver bullion. Get your money out of the failed U.S. dollar and into silver now. This is the most serious silver supply chain issue that has hit the market since COVID-19. Call Gold Or Store now, 435-703-9119. That's 435-703-9119. 435-703-9119.
16: The Casablanca Rib Fest returns to Mesquite, Nevada, September 9th through the 11th. Chicago Barbecue Company, Texas Outlaw Barbecue, and Austin's Texas Lightning Barbecue will all be there. Vendors will serve mouthwatering ribs and other savory barbecue classics, along with a beer garden serving craft beers. The Rib Fest event is family-friendly and free to attend. On Friday night, the Casablanca Showroom will come alive when Due West performs. You won't want to miss it. Tickets are just $15 or $20 at the door. Check out the schedule at CasablancaResort.com.
17: The heat is here. Cooling systems can struggle to keep all areas of your home comfortable, like your bonus rooms, garage, enclosed patios, master bedrooms, casitas, and more. Aircare professionals can help those trouble spots with their Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating Duckless System offering individual comfort control. Purchase a Mitsubishi system from Aircare professionals this month and get up to $300 off and 0% equipment financing options OAC. Call 628 2423 or online at aircarepros.com. And thank you for voting us Best of Southern Utah four years
20: in- in a row. Save up to $1,000 on select Serta, Silly Beautyrest, and Purple mattresses. And get up to a $300 free gift at the Best Mattress Labor Day sale. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress. Experience the amazing new advances in mattresses. More support, regulated temperature, targeted pressure relief, even help with snoring. Plus, get a free gas card up to $150 on select Perfect Sleeper and Beautyrest mattresses. We've got quick delivery and easy financing, too. Best Mattress. Sleep easy, friends. See store for details. Are you a do-it-yourselfer or a contractor looking to source artificial turf?
13: Turf Direct, Southern Utah's number one trusted source for artificial grass as you covered with the right product. Incredible pricing and a 16-year warranty. Your number one choice for your artificial grass is Turf Direct for the highest quality, durable, and pet-friendly flow drainage technology. Turf Direct's artificial grass experts can help you take your yard from a oh to a WHOA! Turf Direct is now located at 1295 East Red Hills Parkway. Next
7: Go. says it all, right? Welcome back, Little Joe Walsh, uh, life of illusion and uh, what an illusion it has been, uh, especially 9 911, the events of 911. And so welcome back. Of course, uh, you know, preparewithkate.com is the perfect place to go get food storage. So preparewithkate.com and uh all you have to do is go there. It also helps the show and get some food storage every month. Please be building that right now. You're going to need it. And I'm just hoping that you will do that. Uh, Preparewithkate.com. It'll give you substantial savings. And they have so many deals going on right now that it's good. And and it's really beneficial for you. Use the code word Kate. Get the deals. Get some. And you'll feel really good about that, that you've done that. Also, get the coin, the commemorative coin. Uh, That coin is is very special to me. Um, I designed it. And it is Lady Liberty on the front. And it's a good reminder of history because, you know, I love history. And also it says, be faithful, be fearless on it. And you're also investing in silver. So you get money right back in your pocket for having silver. And this is a great way to help truth and radio because it's under attack. You guys, I don't think people realize how few shows can on the air can say the things we're saying right now. In fact, you're not going to hear this on any other show today. I'll tell you that much. Uh, Nothing, none of these facts that we're going over and all of this is documented. So this isn't just hearsay. This is documentation. So please Please do that and uh, get the commemorative coin today. And I just, I want you to have one, get some for some family members and you're investing in metals. Go to katedalyradio.com. You'll see it right at the top. So, uh, Rebecca Roth, uh, author of Methodical Illusion and, of course, the subsequent books in the series, uh, Methodical Deception, Methodical Conclusion, Methodical Exposure, and Agenda, get the book series. You'll love it. And it spells out everything. We're only hitting the very tip of the surface on this. There is so much in that book. You're going to walk away going, oh, my gosh, I finally know what happened on 9-11. That's how I felt. Um, In fact, uh, the biggest question I ever get asked is... What happened to the people? Because we talked about the, everything on the plane; they, nothing went by protocol, so everything was weird. And one of the one of the um, flight attendants referred to an upstairs. There is no upstairs on the airplane on, that they were on. So, so when when you get asked this question, I'm sure there's a, lots of overwhelming answers, Rebecca. <laughs> but what happened to the people?
18: Well, um, those that were not. Saved and protected. It -hmm. may be part of the game, uh, part of the show. Okay. Uh, There's no way of knowing this for positive, but I've read a lot of books about how intelligence services, the Israeli Mossad, the CIA, uh, you know, like I said, this guy was a highly trained assassin that was sitting in 9B, And all of his friends, he was in a special forces with the Israeli intelligence and all his friends said he could, he could kill a, uh, a human with a pen and a credit card. He was just uh, brutal, right? Well, we're supposed to believe that two tiny Arab kids, barely 20 years old, no command of the English language. He, by the way, was fluent in English and uh, Hebrew and Arabic. So uh, he would have been able to know if they were speaking Arabic what they were planning, right? And right right. so uh, mm-hmm. we're supposed to believe, though, that he was killed by a plastic box cutter, and <laughs> it's pretty impossible to cut anything, even some cardboard, with a plastic box cutter. Right. So uh, that could, that kind of raised a, a suspicion. And again, the flight attendant would never ever make a mistake by saying it was nine B is the hijacker mm-hmm. if he wasn't, because when we land the plane and a hostage rescue team gets on. Uh, they they'd kill somebody that was uh, right. Uh, wrongly claimed. So one of the books I read about how the Israeli Mossad works it was called "Gideon's Spies" by Gordon Thomas. Mm-hmm. And in there, it talks about how they use uh, toxic, uh, like you know, toxic uh, things in a hypodermic needle mm-hmm. and toxic gas, like a gas canister. So I'm thinking now. Now, remember, there was only like roughly 260 people. They If the planes would have been full, but somehow they were kept very light loads. I mean, one of them had 30 passengers, 33 passengers on right. it. So, um, and of the 33, 16 of them were last-minute passengers. So the plane actually was the, the flight loads were so limited and somebody did that via computer systems hmm. if they weren't limited they could have had over 850 passengers to deal with i but see but i i'm just guessing this is just my guess so don't beat me up over it uh, but in reading how they would get rid of um, a group of people and like this a, a an airplane is uh, obviously airtight Mm-hmm. So the people that needed to get off were removed and maybe they were removed and taken to office space and that's why they didn't know where they were supposed to say they were sitting on the plane and on the phone and they were, might not even been on landline phones up in an office space. Uh, a tear type of uh, gas canister in there would probably kill people. Cyanide, I think, kills in two minutes. Wow. So that's what, if I had to guess. And then one of the reasons I say that is In uh, working with one of the air traffic controllers for numerous hours, uh, we had found through a Freedom of Information Act request, uh, 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 Andrews Air Force Base received three medevac planes. Now, these are DC-9s. And the the whole airplane, the whole amount of bodies that the medevac planes could have uh, contained Mm -hmm. was roughly that 260. So, they landed in the evening at Andrews Air Force Base, where there are incinerators, uh, and I'm assuming that's what happened to the bodies of the people they didn't uh, find uh, Hmm. worth keeping. Because we do know, and these are from airline family people, Mm -hmm. uh, that there have been pilots spotted alive, And so, again, that's how my fourth book, (laughs) that was the last chapter. I started having the last chapter finished. I knew exactly uh, that. And that was kind of troubling to me because it was really a reality Mm -hmm. uh, to have that. But, again, people need to read through uh, Operation Northwoods because this was a a plan that came out of the Department of Defense, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff to John F. Kennedy, Mm -hmm. uh, President Kennedy. And Operation Northwoods was to get involved in a war. With Cuba, and they were planning to fake hijackings, and also do terrorist attacks and blame it on Cubans. So it's important, I think, that people read that because that was in 1962. It's been declassified, so you can go mm-hmm. find it on Wikipedia and just click on and find the whole document there. Right. So uh, I think that's important that people understand that our government, our military, and our intelligence agencies have planned this before to do fake hijackings now somebody had asked about um the um eyewitnesses mm-hmm. and there are three of them that ha- i have interviewed personally one of them was a woman who was just going out to her car to go uh, to an appointment and i have a notif- notarized uh statement from her in case she dies and, mm-hmm. and this ever went to court mm-hmm. uh, Explain exactly what she saw. I worked it into, um, hmm, I can't remember. I think methodical deception, but I'm not positive. Right. Uh, Because the the books all run together for
7: me because there's just so much. I'm I'm pretty pretty sure sure. it was in deception. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm
18: -hmm. And then uh, another one was a woman who was taking her children. Uh, to a private Christian school, and she was up near Stockbridge, Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. The other woman was in Otis, Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. Not the air base Otis, but over, it's it's kind of just west of Westover Air Force Base, actually. Mm -hmm. And um, the other woman was um, really close to Westover, and she was a retired, I believe, FBI a person she had worked mm-hmm. for the FBI her father had been a uh, air force mechanic mm-hmm. so she was very used to seeing uh, commercial planes come in because uh, we did military airlift command flights. I flew them when I first started flying at the end of the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. Uh, and where we take commercial airplanes and we move troops, and uh, sometimes it's bigwigs, and sometimes it's troops, and the you know, usually the generals mm-hmm. and the commanders ride in first class, right. and the troops are back in coach. And uh, she just looked at, she saw the planes landing, and just immediately thought, ah, oh, some big wigs from the Pentagon must be coming in, or there's going to be an inspection or something. Thing. She so is. she had seen them as well um because, and the woman mm-hmm, up she she was at a stop sign and she saw would have been flight 77 she described it the paint job and everything uh so close to the ground it just petrified her both of these women uh, the one from otis and and the woman from stockbridge and she had she was stopped at a stop sign so she was like, I- "I'm looking at this silver airplane coming in." I was like, "Whoa, this is way <laughs> right. too close. It's way too close to the ground." And both of them thought that the planes were going to crash.
7: Interesting, because what we're talking about is the fact that it the plane went up and then probably went back down, and a lot of people probably don't grasp that because they think that it stayed in the air and flew into the tower. But it, because of the phone calls, because of what was said, um, it, they would have had to have been back on the ground, and so that would make sense that they landed. So there were eyewitnesses to see this, these planes down on the ground. Yeah. Yeah.
18: In order, And this is what struck me right away was in order, because I start, kept reading on these newspapers and all these articles and, and FBI documents mm-hmm. and stuff. They said they were using cell phones. And I'm like, not no way. You had to be on the ground to do a cell phone call. And so I figured out the first two flights out of Boston. And then I went to this thing called the flight or airplane manager dot com, I think mm-hmm. it is. And there's a flight calculator there. And I just put in uh, Newark. And I put in uh, Dulles, mm-hmm. uh, the airport in Washington, D.C., IAD is the code. And I put that in there, and the, you can figure out whether there's live wind or no mm-hmm. wind, and you can figure out the, how fast they can get there. And it's just like all coincided. That day, when I figured that out, that these planes, in order to make the cell phone calls, they had to be on the ground. Right. And when all of those planes' flight time coincided with when the, pl- the phone calls started, cell phone calls started. Mm -hmm. I was like sick to
7: my stomach. I was like, no. How could you not be? Because then you have eyewitnesses saying these planes landed and that's not a usual. It's not happening all the time. It's not happening every day anyway. And it's not like, you know, people think, oh, everybody would notice a plane landing. No, you don't. I mean, think about your own area. You don't, you tune stuff out. You're on the ground. You're working. You have, you have things to do you're not always looking up in the sky to notice everything. And so the few eyewitnesses that even would see it, you have a few that came forward uh, to tell you about it, and it's so interesting to me how everything did coincide because it's really the only answer about how the calls could have been made, and last. Yeah, right.
18: Yeah, that's true. Because some, you know, some of well, uh, Amy Sweeney called I think four times, hmm. and it, you just couldn't depend on even the airphones were not that dependable, and so that uh, it always it just made made no sense to me. It's like oh, right. those those dropped calls, and they were very expensive. You had to, you had to program your computer or your uh, credit card mm-hmm. in, you know, zap through the phone. It was like a credit card reader. Right. In order to get it, it was like 10 bucks a minute. I mean, Ugh. for a flight attendant in 2001, that right. was a lot of money. Sure. And so... You know, to sit on the phone for 20 minutes, you'd be thinking, ding, ding, cha-ching, cha-ching. Right, right.
7: And even in a (laughs) hostage situation, I mean, you know, to stay on the phone while, like like you said, while in a hostage situation, that would never occur because they would never let somebody stay on the phone that long. Unless you're reading from a script that somebody's standing over you and you're reading it, maybe even thinking you were in a drill at the time and you're reading the script on the phone.
18: If the flight attendants would have followed the protocol and called the correct number and got the jets scrambled, mm-hmm. we wouldn't this what happened didn't happen. So for for the people that were planning mm-hmm. faked hijack, it was a success. Right. But another
7: thing that caught oh, my eye. Oh wait, on that one because we're going to come right back. I want to hear what caught your eye. <laughs> Hold on just a moment. Rebecca Roth, author of Methodical Illusion and all the subsequent books on this topic, be right back.
15: you feel to know that you're helping people change their lives you'd feel pretty good right well at balance of nature we are doing just that and you can too Balance of Nature is looking to hire a shipping clerk. In this position, you're the last line before everything gets shipped to the customer. You will get to put the product into boxes and label them to be shipped off, knowing that you're making someone's day from the instant that box is picked up. This full-time position starts at $15 an hour and has opportunities for quarterly bonuses with benefits including healthy daily lunches at no cost to you, insurance, and many internal company events that add excitement to the work week. Now is the time to work for a company that cares about its employees and customers. Go to balanceofnature.com careers to see a full list of job openings and apply today. Come join our team as Balance of Nature continues to build a future with you in mind.
9: Steamroller copies, we're the one to help you till your work is done. The full service business center makes your day run so much better. Robert Stan. Letterheads. Colored copies, blue and red. Invitations for the wedding. dancing and computer. And it's
19: time for our annual banner sale at Steamroller Copies.
8: Full color banners are on sale now at our lowest prices ever. $249 a square foot.
19: That's right, $249. These are the same high-quality banners we print for Iron Man World Championships, BMW, Under Armour, and NBC Universal.
8: If you want vinyl, fabric, or windsafe mesh banners, Steamroller has them all.
19: If you have a deadline to meet and need your sign produced quickly, Steamroller Copies can have it ready for you to pick up in 24 hours or less.
8: Need help with design? Steamroller Copies has the largest four hire graphic design team in Southern Utah.
19: Order today at any Steamroller Copies location. St. Church Boulevard, South River Road, State Street in Hurricane, and 96 North Main Street in Cedar City.
8: Steamroller Copies always asking.
19: What do you want to print today?
6: Steamroller
10: Copies! You, hey you! Did you know that InfoWest has customized solutions to fit your internet needs? From gaming, working from home, or IT solutions for a small business, InfoWest has what you need to keep you connected. Since 1994, InfoWest has been customizing internet solutions. This month, new customers can receive $100 service credit. See what our premium internet service has to offer. Visit InfoWest.com and discover what InfoWest can do for you. Isn't it time to come home to InfoWest, the internet people?
9: Three months after the apocalypse. Oh, MREs again. I'm sorry, honey, but that's all we have. But it's been two years since the end of the world, Mom. You can blame your father for filling our food storage with MREs. Hey,
0: it was good enough for me in the Battle of Gog and Magog, and it's good
9: enough for you now. But the Johnsons have the best food storage. They got it at your family still matters before the apocalypse. How come you didn't get our food storage from your family still matters,
11: huh? Paintball Violins and Food Storage, 175 West 900 South. Your family still matters. Hey, this is Steve here with Garage
10: Doors Only. Many years ago, I heard the old adage that says, a company is only as good as its worst employee. And you know, over the years, I have found this to be largely true. That is why we are so proud of the team of employees we have here at Garage Doors Only. Our employees are a big reason why Garage Doors Only has been voted the best garage door company in southern Utah for four years in a row and why we have hundreds of five-star Google reviews. And right now, we are looking to expand our team. If you are an experienced garage door installer or service technician, come talk to us. Our field techs absolutely love our generous piece rate reimbursements, four-day work weeks, and weekly paychecks. And at Garage Doors Only, we also offer paid time off, paid holidays, and a health care reimbursement program. If you don't have experience but are hardworking and detail-oriented, come join our growing team and learn what it's like to be part of the best garage door company in southern Utah. Call or text us today at 435-868-1200 or apply in person at
11: 689 North Bluff. Garage doors only, where garage doors is what we do. I have a secret to share with you. It's Greg from the three-time Best of Southern Utah award-winning gold ore store. Recently, a mega-rich Texas billionaire decided to buy $50 million worth of silver coins, and over half the funds are buying U.S. Treasury minted American silver eagles, which equals 900,000 coins. And this is just the beginning, folks. Word is the next purchase will be a half a billion dollars. This huge purchase volume has already put tremendous pressure against the entire precious metals industry, as here's a secret, folks. Several of the major private mints actually produce a coin planches used to make the Silver Eagles. It figures the government creates nothing but discord and huge mountains of debt. Buy silver now before the billionaires literally steal it out from underneath all of us. Gold Ore Store, your trusted partner in all things precious metal. We buy and sell gold, silver, and so much more. Gold Ore Store, 435-703-9119. That's 435-703-9119.
0: The Kate Nelly Show is brought to you by Aragosta Restaurant. You don't need to go to Vegas to experience five-star dining. Visit Aragosta Restaurant right here in St. George and see why they were voted best in Southern Utah. Now three years in a row, Chef Amy invites you to make your reservation today and treat yourself to find dining at Aragosta Restaurant. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show.
3: Take these broken wings and learn to your You only waiting
7: for this to rise. Welcome back. Kate hey, Daly Show. Little Beatles for you. Blackbird. Welcome back. I, it's a lot to take in, I know, and uh, but we have to because there's there's so many pieces. We're not even taught. We're not even talking about Building Seven. We're not even talking about the buildings and how they collapsed, and the demolition. We're not even talking about all the other stuff. We're I mean, there's enough here on this side of it that it's you can't deny that, that we're not be, that, that we're not being told the truth. We we are. I, I mean, we're not being told the truth at all. So welcome back to the show, and uh, I also wanted to mention Inside Out Hyperbarics. They're doing a great job at getting you uh, hyperbaric machines for your home, and it's such an easy thing because it's a it's a tented machine, and you can actually just sit, take a nap, and while oxygen is going into those cells, and for Alzheimer's, for uh, brain injury, for cancer treatments, for all kinds of things, this is what... Helps. This is what can do it. And this has been around almost 80 years. There's been documented research on this, and it has been an amazing way to get away from pharma, and I would highly recommend that. Please get away from pharma. And um, this is the way to do it. Insideouthyperbarics.com. Give them a call. They'll answer all your questions. They're so great about it. And uh, get a machine in your home, and you can even pay later on it. It is an amazing way to do it. So highly, highly, highly recommend. I can't believe all the success stories coming out of Hyperbaric. Even Judy Mikovits, Dr. Judy Mikovits, talks about it all the time. This is such an answer. Um, Okay, uh, Rebecca Roth is with me. Her book's... When I got introduced to her books, oh my gosh, mind blown. Because I was always had so many questions and stuff never made sense. And then it finally made sense after I read her books. Methodical Illusion, Methodical Deception, Methodical Conclusion, Exposure, and then Agenda. It's a five-part book series. And it has so much information and in her research in it that it's just, I mean, it's it, things are so researched. And she's got so much documentation. You can get the best price on these books um, at readroth.com, R e a d com, readroth dot com. That's your best price. There's a store there and, uh, and get the books there. She does. She did such a fantastic job. These books, you'll just be mind blown and you'll want to give them to a friend too. I, I promise you. So get a, get, just get two copies when you get it. Uh, Rebecca coming back, let's talk about the one thing that you saw that really kind of caught your eye. Cause that's what you we were saying on when we were leaving the last segment.
18: Oh yeah. Hmm. What, uh, what was really strange to me as I, I, I just continued over all of my research, reading articles and listening to all television spots, and, and uh, the fact that they labeled some of the passengers, just some, and some of the crew members, most of the crew members, as heroes. And it struck me so odd because a hero... In a hijack situation would be the person that followed the protocols, that got the plane landed, that got the hostage rescue SWAT team there to save all of the passengers and crew. That's a hero. Right. And I, why would they, these people, they failed at every. to fail to follow the protocol for hijacking. And we studied that every year in our recertification training, everybody has to go through so many hours mm-hmm. of FAA research training every year. We go through the same protocol every year, the code words, everything to do step by step. And they, all of the flight attendants did the wrong thing. And, uh, they gave out the wrong kind of information. They, right. uh, they just didn't use the code words i mean it was all some of them called their home recorder mm-hmm. and then called back and got a hold of their husband mm-hmm. or uh, one gal called from flight uh, 77 called her parents in nevada yeah and Strange. they had no idea where to call or how to go get help for her and it was just absurd absolutely absurd but another thing that i wanted to say this is this is kind of what really triggered me mm-hmm. because i started very first starting to question, well, why would the FBI be lying about that? Why would they say this when that's not true? And what about these fake manifests and all these guys that showed up alive and all that? I was listening to, okay, Fox News one time. Now, this was probably within the last decade, so mm-hmm. it's quite a while back. I was listening to Sean Hannity's show. I just remember that, and I was cooking dinner, and I heard two people talking. They were talking about Building 7, and it caught my ear, uh-huh. and I... One of the persons in the the panel, when they mentioned Building 7, was immediately labeled by one of the people on the the show, I just don't remember who they were, I wasn't paying close attention, as an anti-Semite. And I I thought, wait a minute now, a building fell down. I saw it it live fall down. It looked like a controlled demolition to me. How do you get anti-Semitism out of a building falling down? And that is what I thought. And I thought, wait a minute now. Mm-hmm. That's absurd. That That's absurd. And so uh, that was kind of like on top of why would Betty Ong have more than one version of a taped phone call? Yeah. Why? Right. <laughs> why right. would hijackers still be alive? And mm-hmm. then when I got that, I thought, well, that's just the most absurd well- statement
7: but it really triggered me to keep looking. Well, yeah, you've had all the missing cameras that are locked away now, will never be seen. Um, 80-something cameras at the Pentagon, most camered place, but we only got one weird piece of footage that never made sense. We had the, the $2.3 trillion that Rumsfeld the day before said was missing, and I'm gonna find it. And then we had 9-11 the next day. And we're, the computers were moved in the direction of where uh, the bomb, or if you want to say airplane, I guess you still can, bomb hit. And they said, oops, we all all of our evidence to find that money is gone. I guess the two point three trillions out the window. And so all these things, the payouts, the airlines, the shorts on the airline stock, the, all these things. And then the heroes. Now, the, it's interesting because every false flag, what do they do? They prop up heroes right away. It's all about mm-hmm. the heroes. And they focus on the heroes. It adds another layer so that if you were to question, now you're questioning the heroes. Now you're okay. questioning the heroes. That is, you cannot do that in America. How dare you question yeah. a hero? Right. Yeah. Like right. A little Swedish girl. How dare you? How dare you? Yes, I am. Yeah. So true, Greta.
18: Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting now, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, as I say, when I first started writing, when I wrote Methodical Illusion, I thought they the federal government was going to hunt me down. I got pretty uh, so, yeah. I got pretty secure. I got myself at several locations. I was like, whoa. Uh, I mean, I, I really did change my whole world when mm-hmm. I, once I decided to publish it. And what made me decide to publish it, I wrote it, printed it in a manuscript, mm-hmm. and set it on a shelf, and I thought nobody will ever want to read this, and if mm-hmm. I ever print published it, no one would read it. And then I had a conversation with someone I'd met on social media mm-hmm. who was a New York firefighter. And he told me about the lack of bodies, mm-hmm. about the lack of computers and any, and, uh, basically it was a pile of dust. And uh, the other firefighters, well, they found just a Scott pack, the air packs that you, the firefighters use to breathe when they go into a building, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no bodies. And I got off about a two-hour conversation with him, as you might imagine, because you and I can talk pretty good. Uh, and I just, I said, I have to get my book printed. I have to edit through that thing, and I mm-hmm. have to get it out there. And about four months later, George Nori called called me uh, from coast to coast, and I uh, did an interview with him. And that book shot up to the top ten in Amazon of overall books. Wow. And it, uh, after that interview, uh, I got, I started getting so much information from people right. that I the eyewitness showed up, and uh, the first one took a while for the second and third one. But um, just all these pilots and all this information, air traffic controllers, one of the most interesting persons that showed up, he's now passed on, uh, but he was an air traffic controller at a secret base called Edwards Air Force Base Mm -hmm. uh, near Mojave, California, which is also a boneyard. And um, he also was the military liaison to Area 51. Hmm. And oh my gosh, I used to tape record our phone calls because... He was so interesting, and I literally broke him up to the Cooper boys and mm-hmm. several other characters in the books because he just was so interesting to listen to. He had had such an interesting life. He was, you know, roughly my age. He spent right. some time in uh um, you know, Special Forces guy, too, so... He had a lot of information, he shared it.
7: So people should have a lot of questions, you know, like like the what happened to the people, what happened to the planes, what happened, are are some of the pilots still alive? And all those things are in the books, as you described, because so many witnesses came forward to you. And it really is kind of an amazing thing, because when you start to understand it from this perspective, just like with the heroes thing, we're not disparaging people. We're saying that stories were told and things were done. And that's what we're talking about is look beyond the emotional ploys that were always given in these kinds of stories, because immediately they have to have their heroes so that everybody focuses on that and no one's allowed to question anything. And, and if you focus on, if you, if you look at it like a story that they're telling you, Then you can see the rest of the story. A lot of people stop at the emotion of, oh, you can't talk about, I get this sometimes, you can't talk about 9-11, you're disparaging the victims. And I feel like saying, honey, you know, the family members want answers because they know they were lied to. Why wouldn't you want justice for people? This is ridiculous. I have
18: received thank yous from several parents that lost uh,
7: young adults
18: in that whole incident and thanked me for closure. Wow, that's huge. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And, you know, talking about that, uh, Flight 93, all of the phone calls, there were like 11 phone calls. Mm-hmm. Uh, those were all heartstring grabbing phone calls. Right, right. All of them. And one woman said, they're being very kind to us. Something's happened on the plane, but they're being very kind to us. like showing the Stockholm Syndrome. Mm-hmm. And then also another woman called. She knew she wasn't going to make it. And she uh, told, I think she left a message on a phone recorder, uh, which we all had in our kitchen at the time, or mm-hmm. living room, uh, that she she told the uh, person, I think it was her husband or family members, where the key to her safe was. Interesting. Because she knew she wasn't going to make it through there. Whatever she was seeing, she was one of the uh, Flight 93 passengers. So I'm assuming at that point they saw whether it was uniformed people Mm -hmm. or someone on the ground that they knew this was a a bad scene.
7: Yeah. There were intelligence agencies very much involved in this. And it's uh, they, of course, you know, they want to blame it on uh, Iraq with no weapons and they want to blame it on Osama who's in a cave. And then they want to blame it on um, Saudi Arabia when they're finally telling you the truth. And none of those, all those answers are misdirection from who really was at the, at the controls. Right
18: yeah, it's it's very true. I mean, as I started you know writing, like I said, I, I wrote the first three books in nineteen months. I just mm-hmm. I had so much information at that point. Um, and then I had to take some time. I kind of overwhelmed myself with uh, first off being in that business in mm-hmm. that industry, I still have friends that still fly, and they've read all the books, right right. <laughs> uh, That's kind of wow that uh, oh. that your coworkers mm-hmm. right. could be assets for the CIA. Yeah. It's kind of, well, most of the pilots were military. And so now mm-hmm. I know that a lot of military guys, if they're told it's a patriotic right. thing to do, they do it.
7: Well, and they were all switched out uh, the night before. Yeah. And that's an important piece because that, that doesn't happen ever in history that you would have all those flights. that just so happened coincidentally. I'm not a coincidence theorist. And yeah. so they it couldn't have happened. Um, that they were all switched out the night before so there's there's that too so there's like so mu- there's just so much here and i know we only have a couple of minutes but um I, what do you want to end with because there's so much you got to get the book so you, you you know all the stuff we're talking about laid out in so you can actually see why she's saying this in the books by the way yeah
18: i mean let, literally mm-hmm. laid out how i woke up as a flight attendant and i didn't want to know the truth trust right. me uh, and I just, I think that people should read the novels. I think it's easier to take in this kind of information reading a novel or seeing mm-hmm. a movie and I'm never going to get a movie deal.
7: Right, no, <laughs> but no, you if won't. If you
18: read through it, it's easier for you to digest. And then when you read the nonfiction and see the data... Then you're, it's going to hit you. And also, I think reading uh, Operation Northwoods, understanding what uh, Gideon spies, uh, how the Mossad operates, the intelligence agency for Israel. They were involved. They weren't the only ones involved. We mm-hmm. were involved. Britain was involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. I think reading and understanding what that was. I know when I f- first started flying, I know I met pilots that were CIA guys that were going to Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Uh, Laos and Cambodia and not doing good things. Right. But I didn't know what the CIA did when I, I, mean, I think a lot of people don't. Right. I think a lot of people don't realize that they're trained assassins and that uh, they're spies. And, mm-hmm. you know, they, we just don't digest that. That's we so just think, oh, true. And our government would never do that to us. And they didn't do it to us as much as they did it to uh, other Middle Eastern countries. And they got a lot of uh, mm-hmm. lithium for the batteries and gas sure. and oil and pipelines.
7: And uh, there's a lot more to that. this story. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, it's like mind blowing.
18: Complex. I mean, we just yeah. we fed the military industrial oh, complex for that 22 was- years.
7: That was another thing. There was a lot of corporations that work just with the military, so they're those third-party corporations, but they're not really third-party, that are part of this conversation we didn't even bring in today that are very, very influential in the entire 9-11 story. Also go to read, but you'll see that in the books. ReadRoth.com is your best price on those books. ReadRoth.com. And you also have a show, because I know we only have about 30 seconds. How do people listen to your show?
18: Oh, yes. I have a, a membership uh Show that's uh, on behind the galley Nice. And I do a daily news show, and mm-hmm. there's lots of 9 11 stuff in there, and you can get a 30% discount on it. It's 9 11 per month, unless you go into it six months or 12 months, and it's much cheaper. It sounds like six bucks. Right there's a code there you can get a discount and join in there's a chat room there Good. and we share a lot of information on prepping and health also awesome so, kind of,
7: thank you of thanks rebecca roth i really appreciate it methodical illusion is the book go to readroth.com. roth.com read roth r-o-t-h.com thanks rebecca appreciate you and uh be faithful be fearless and see you back here uh, monday
5: Thanks for listening to the Kate Daly show. All opinion.